You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's Uncle Silk. It's your boy 35, y'all American. And Dan. All right, we can, we come to this occasion after a loss, a surprising Yo. loss Sup, to folks. the LSU Tigers. Uh, we're going to get into the game in a little bit, but how y'all feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, it's a little it's a little hurtful after a loss like that and, and you know, how we lost, but um, today today's Monday and Get a little bit off our chest today, man. Get a little bit off. How, how you feeling, Dan? I'm gonna have a, have a little therapy session. I'm good. Um, I did my job um, on Saturday. So you didn't cheer your ass off the whole time. Let's just say there's a there's a little bit of time there where you were uh, you were You're sedated, right. but um, we yeah, had but a, I was I was cheering <laughs> mentally. It yeah, mentally. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can see. I can see it. So, no, I had a really good time. Silk and I got to watch a game. Uh, always, uh, always fun hanging out with him and and Dan and Justin and Reek and the guys over there. But uh, it's Christmas time, man. I, I can't help but be happy. Uh, obviously, we'll break down the game a little bit more. But there's a lot of crisp freshness in the air. I'm flying to Atlanta tomorrow. I get to hang out with with Cam and Silk. In a couple wow. of days, we've got a big, uh, big slate of things to do in Atlanta. It's my buddy Ross's birthday uh, today when he's listening to this. So, I mean, all in all, good vibes over here. So, shout out to your homie Ross. Is his name Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll meet him. He's huh. a big fan. All right. I'm a big he's, fan. I'm a big Ross guy. So, he's, he's just like Rick Ross, except like 5'7, white and red hair. I see the similarities. Yeah. All right. Um, shout out to Ross. Happy birthday, bro. Um, same here. I'm okay. I'm excited about Atlanta. The wife's excited about Atlanta. We're ready to pull up and, and just enjoy the city. And uh, Atlanta's still an important game. No matter the loss, it's still an important game. We got a younger kids that we're worried about as far as experience. So this whole experience is, is something for them. So it, it, everything's not – I'm not going to – they shouldn't waste this game, and I'm not going to waste my uh, <laughs> pay-for-vacation to Atlanta. So I'm excited. And it's Christmas time, like Dan said. Always, always excited. All right, guys, we got a big show to get through. Uh, we potted for about thirty minutes before uh, this pod started about things that we wanted to talk about. So let's get uh, let's get started. As always, shout out to our friends over at the Thomas Firm, which handles insurance claims for property damage to your homes or businesses. So give them a call at eight one three two two one two five two five. Again, you know this roof damage uh, or leaks from storms, water damage, hail damage, hurricanes, sinkholes, fires. Um, it snows up there in the panhandle every once in a while. So maybe something happened there. Who knows? Uh, work all over the state of Florida. So if you suspect that you have damage to your home, give the Thomas Law Firm a call for your free consultation. Again, 813-221-2525 or tntattorneys.com. Before we get into the meat of the show, uh, want to give a prayers up 
uh, to Gators basketball player Keontae Johnson, um, who was successfully transferred from uh, Tallahassee, uh, a hospital in Tallahassee, pardon me, to UF Health. Um, there's some kind of conflicting reports, uh, whether he's in a coma uh, or not medically induced coma, but uh, UF put out a statement uh, earlier today that said that he was following simple commands um, over at Shands. Um, so prayers to talk about that Johnson. We got, we yeah, got absolutely. You can talk about it. All right. Um, yeah, that was a scary moment. Um, watching that game, I was, I was at the Kush house and I was watching it with some friends of mine. And when he passed out, that was scary. I had a friend of mine um, right after I graduated high school. My, my, one of my close friends, Arissa, passed away just like that. Who was playing basketball on the court. He, he just passed out. We thinking like he's just tired or something like that or goofing off. And he died right there in front of us, man, uh, from a heart attack. So it, that was just scary to see him pass out like that. And I thought the game should be canceled and they should have rescheduled something, man. Um, just off of just seeing the guys' emotions when they got back and all that. So I didn't agree with the game going forward. So I just want to get that take off. But big prayers up, man. That shit been weighing on my, my mind ever since it happened, dog. Like, it's hard to, like, get that shit out of my head. Yeah, super unfortunate. Um, it's always something that, that, um, that, that we want, you know, obviously the best for our players. But – you know, when something like that happens, and obviously we we, we aren't uh, aware of what um, the 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 um, what's behind all of it, and, and what's right. the you know reasoning for him doing that, man. And we just big big praise to his family, big praise you know to the university and whatnot, and and, and men's basketball. So I know it's kind of hard on him right now. Right. Yeah. Definitely yeah, prayers. We're definitely prayers to the family of Keontae Johnson. We definitely wish you uh, well wishes and a quick recovery. Um, and I don't, I don't know what my take is. I, I'm say I am surprised. Um, I was playing golf when I found out, and and there was trying to follow along, and I was surprised to hear that there was a long delay, and then it started hitting the timeline uh, of what was going on. I was surprised that they did continue to play um, as an unfortunate, uh, you know, loss for the Gators basketball team. But um, it, for me, it would be hard to imagine that this team plays the next few games. Um, you know, in the time you, you maybe want to play because you're there, um, but you could definitely, you know, tell from watching the replay that their their head and their their mindset definitely wasn't in the game as much as it was um, before. So I'm not sure exactly what Florida does over the next couple of days uh, with an out-of-conference schedule before the SEC. Um, but like you said, Silk, I was surprised that they um, decided to play that game, and I'd be curious to see if they do play uh, any more from here. So again, um, prayers to Keontae Johnson, uh, and we will retweet from the pod account anything that we uh, hear uh, about him. Absolutely. Um, on, on another note, uh, Steve and Gail will be in Atlanta um, starting tomorrow, technically, um, but the rest of the group will get in on Thursday. We've got four events planned. Uh, Friday, uh, we'll be at Big Sky in Buckhead. We'll be there from 5 to 8. We'd love to see you. We'll be giving out free drinks, uh, drink coupons, all of that kind of fun stuff. So meet us there. It's during happy hour. It should give you time to, to be able to enjoy a nice dinner. Uh, drink on us over at Big Sky in Buckhead. Saturday, we'll be doing a live stream from the Trap Music Museum in the morning. And then catch us from probably 2.30 or so to – you know, 637 uh, at Park Bar, uh, which is about the closest bar that you can get uh, to the stadium. Uh, it's about an eight to 10 minute walk. Um, it's a beautiful place. It's normally a place that is completely packed. And we are very, very fortunate that we have the opportunity uh, to do some things there. So we'll be able to to give out some drinks both for the restaurant and to go, uh, but come hang out. We'll do a little bit of a live pod session, but for that, it's just going to be, you know, a group of us getting together and, and trying to, uh, you know, get hype for the game 
and then during the game, you can catch it at catch us at Fado, where we are going to be, um, I guess, partnering with the Atlanta Gator Club uh, over in Buckhead uh, from eight uh, p.m. until uh, until whenever the game is over. We're going to do a Q and A session. We'll be there to hang out, do some stuff potentially during halftime, but ultimately just watching uh, the Gators play Alabama. So again, that's Big Sky on Friday. That's Saturday at Park Bar. Uh, and then Saturday night at Fado in Buckhead. We hanging out, man. I'm 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 in town to check out the beautiful city of Atlanta as a tourist and just vibe. So yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an awesome trip. Um, again, it'll be myself, Silk, and Cam that will be in attendance. Uh, and then also last show note, National Signing Day. And we're gonna get into recruiting a little bit later on in the show. Ahmad is gonna lead that segment, I believe. Uh, but we do have a National <laughs> Signing Day show. <laughs> Uh, with facts only on Wednesday. Um, we will drop that Wednesday afternoon. You'll be able to listen to it on Thursday uh, and obviously moving forward. Uh, we've already confirmed that Mike Farrell from Rivals will be on. Uh, Andrew Spivey from Gator Country said that he'd be on. We're going to try to get a, a slew of different names and faces on there. So, uh, again, check it out. Again, that's facts only with myself. So Let's go around the table. I'm, I'm going to hit up all those guys. So we'll go 247 Rivals, uh, ESPN. But Derek Tyson, who used to be at the ESPN, certainly is is he got time. stranger to he's got time and he's got yeah. takes. Um yeah. so maybe <laughs> maybe we can get uh, him. But uh but yeah, so there's our show notes. Again, we'd love to see you guys in Atlanta and we'll certainly talk a little bit more about this. All right, guys. LSU breakdown, but before we do that, let's give a shout out to our friends over at Roof Soldier. Give them a call, 1-877-ROOFS-FL, or visit them at roofsoldier.com. Again, roof leak, damage, uh, or want an inspection, give them a call, uh, commercial and residential all over the state of Florida. They're giving you a big discount if you mention Stadium and Gale. Again, 1-877-ROOFS-FL uh, or roofsoldier.com. All right, guys. Florida loses a strange, strange game to LSU uh, as the number six team in the country. They lose 37 to 34 with a kick uh, with 23 seconds left to take the lead. And Florida misses a game tying field goal to end the game off the leg of Evan McPherson. Um, but before that, Schumageddon, all of that, we'll get into all of that. But guys, let's let's break down the game a bit. Uh, before we break down the X's and O's, I definitely want to say that's that's probably the worst L I've ever seen. Like as a Gator fan, I've literally, seen literally, li- literally, and I felt I felt better after losing the national championship to Nebraska than I felt uh, watching that game Saturday night. Just going into that game, and uh, I didn't see the Gator standard. No, like I didn't see it in sitting Kyle Pitts. That's not the Gator standard. You know, if he if he's good and he ready to go, let's play ball. Like I'm, I'm all for that Gator arrogance. Like we even had a podcast that was full of arrogance last week. We didn't think this game even was gonna be nothing. We didn't even <laughs> really cover it like in depth because it was full of a young guys and in a in a down program. So we didn't even we had a little bit of arrogance, but we don't play and we don't coach. But I think I think Dan's coaching with a lot of arrogance and a lot of stubbornness. And um, what we seen Saturday was not Gator standing. Like I said, that's the that's the worst loss I've seen as a Gator fan. I've seen us lose the Georgia Southern and national championships. That was disappointing to for for Cal and these guys. It's the way we went out. I didn't like it. And it's it's not oh we got another game, but I didn't like the way we went out, man. That was very unfortunate, and they blew a big opportunity. Yeah, our offense uh looked like it sputtered a lot, um, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. 
Um, we couldn't get anything going, and that's that's not like us. We couldn't get any receivers open. Um, you know, Kyle, when we did give Kyle time back there, we want to create separation separation in their defense. So um, it cost him to hold the ball longer. It cost him to get sacked a few times when we didn't need to be sacked. Um, and, and it cost him to throw some balls that just that I just questioned. Um, that right. interception that he, he threw on the sideline, the second one was just awful. I mean, why do you even throw that? But I mean, yeah, it is I, what it is. You know, we we here today, so we got to got to get some things, a lot of things corrected. Actually, um, Kyle Pitts sitting um, silk is is another one. It's, it's a head scratcher. Um, a head scratcher, arrogant. Like like what? Like Either what? Way he like, approached it. He approached like, it. Like, like, like what is what is what, what was the reasoning behind that? Did we find that out? No, they will never tell us. I mean, clearly they was trying to rest him for Bama. Mm-hmm. They, was, they was looking ahead of the schedule. The things coaches preached not to do exactly what they was doing. The same, mm-hmm. the same Bama team that played all their whole team the other day. Right, yeah, they're gonna beat, they're gonna yeah, beat they're you, gonna beat the sleep out of you, man. Like they're coming out with a different energy. Yeah. He's gonna hold his defense accountable in the in the presser and not give excuses. Mm-hmm. Like none of this stuff is gated standard. Every time there's uh, the media actions, but it's excuses for everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No accountability. It, but it, but but here's the thing, bro. It'd be dumbass excuses. Yeah. All right. Hey, Ahmad, before we before we get into that, I want to break this conversation. There's a lot to break up into this conversation. So I want to talk about excuses. I want to talk about the press conference. I want to talk about leadership. I want to talk about throwing the show. I want to talk about all that. But before we do that, I want us to kind of get out of the way, you know, some positives from the game. Um, you know, you mentioned Kadarius Tony. Um, Ahmad, um, Jacob Copeland, uh, I thought played, I thought played well. Um I thought on defense, I thought Ventro Miller played pretty well. I thought uh, Slayton uh, played pretty well. I thought Kyrie Elam uh, played pretty well. Any other people that kind of stick out to you? Uh, I thought Jacob Finn had a a good punt or two uh, in that game. But anybody really stand out to you on offense outside of those guys? Or or do we want to pump the tires of anybody before we we really pod? Um, I like everybody you said. I think all those guys had good games. Nothing extraordinary outside of those guys you named, but I think we'll get in. I don't want to get into because I got the takes. I just got the takes, man. I got a lot of opinions about a lot, a lot of things, the way things are being ran, man. So, right. um, though, yeah, those are the guys that played good. I think Tony had a career day. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimes had some good catches. Yeah, you know, uh, I think he made some plays here and yep. there. On um, the I run game was there. Shot Malik Davis was having a pretty good game, so the run game was there. He broke off a, a good, some good runs and. We had an opportunity where we should have scored on when he dropped the pass. That probably was a touchdown. That was Damian Pierce. Yeah, it was Damian Pierce. Okay. <laughs> but I thought the run game was there. Uh, like what Amari was talking about, the separation, I thought teams are playing us bend but break. They're, like, trying to keep everything in front of them, and that's how they're playing us. They're daring us to run the ball. And we're still not, which is why. We, we, well, that's the thing, Dan. We, we talked about that from the from the beginning of the year, is that if we can't run the ball, um, it's going to become a time. But we would run the ball on LSU. It was That's working. what I'm trying to tell you. Here's the thing. We're not, though. Right? So if, if we can or, or we're not, it still adds up to we're not doing it for some odd reason. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, willing, willing guys out the backfield. I mean, we're willing running back out the backfield. That, that, that must be a play for us because it's almost like we do it every single time. Mm-hmm. Well, it just works on us so well. We might as well do it on other teams. You know too. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what what is that? Lead him back there so he can have more time and create separation for on these on these DBs or something. I know these DBs can't guard our wide receivers, bro. You mean to tell me every one of the LSU DBs was good enough without Stingley to guard our wide receiver? 
That's crazy. Uh, I, I think if you watch the game at the beginning, Florida's wide receivers were having trouble getting separation and, and, and getting open. Um, I think especially that you saw that when they were down in the red zone. Um, I think that Florida had limited options in the red zone. Um, I thought Kyle Trask, I thought that this was probably his worst game of the season. Um, it, at least in the first half, I mean, certainly he you know put up a bunch of yards, over 400 yards. Uh, but it wasn't a pretty 400 yards, right? Um, which is like a really weird thing to say when we used to struggle to do 150 yards, right? But, you know, he was definitely forcing some passes. You know, I thought that Florida, from a running perspective, this was probably their best run, you know, game this year. You know, 171 yards on the ground. And I know a, a bulk of those came from that Kadarius Tony run uh, in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, he ended up with 56. But, you know, Florida's running backs combined for, you know, 105 yards. Oh, how many you know, rushing on just what, what 15, just 50, just 15 attempts. So, you know, 15 into one Oh five is, you know, what, eight yards a carry. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what else, like everybody's seeing, even and then do we, were we perfect in the run game and run blocking? No. And then like, that's the same thing. Since, since we beat Georgia, I've been preaching on here every show about shuffling that line and getting it better for, for later in the season when we warming up to Bama, it take us being down against a sorry LSU team for us to shuffle our line of scrimmage? That, that's, that's <laughs> like, literally, like, literally, that's what it that's what it took for us to be down to LSU, bro. I'm just a uh, all, all season long. I'm no genius. I'm no all genius, season, bro. All season I'm just a guy long. on the podcast, but we can see Gene DeLance, like, not making it happen. We can see 51 not making it happen. Like, I'm just a guy on the podcast. We're like, but it's obvious them guys need to sit down. The stats say they need to sit down. The film say they need to sit down. Why are they still in the game? It takes us being down against a sorry LSU team and say, yo, yo, let's maybe try shuffling, try to think, like, let's mix it up. Hey. You want, you want to – Silk, I love your energy. I'm here for it. So, you want the craziest part about that to me is that Florida scores with that new offensive line, and then what do you see the next drive? You see Gene DeLance and 51 back Hold in. Hold on out there. What 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 on earth is going on? Didn't you just see something? And you know, I love the guys. We did the uh, the Gators or we did the uh, the midseason breakdown with them. The guys over at the Gator Nation podcast have been talking about this for a while. That group that you had out there, they shuffle you know Stone Forsyth to the right tackle. They move Garage over to left tackle. You have Ethan White. You have Brett Hagee. You have Josh Braun out there. That group as a whole played better. Than Gene DeLance and, and Stewart did. And the way that they continuously run out this sorry, sorry, sorry ass offensive line, especially on the right hand side, is going to get absolutely abused by Alabama. And to wait until, like you said, Silk, until you're losing to give something else a shot. And then the second you get a shot and you score, they're just like, all right. Hey guys, look, this works. Well, we're just going to go back and, and, and figure out if we can we can try arrogance. with our starters. It's just wild. It's arrogance. It's it's arrogance and I, it's unqualified arrogance. I mean, to begin with, I'm a fan of Dan Mullen. I really am. But as an arrogant guy myself, <laughs> I can know you. Sometimes you can take the arrogance too far. He just took it too far. He's been taking it too far this entire season. He approaches recruiting in an arrogant way. Let's just keep it real. I think mm -hmm. I think he thinks he's it. smart. He thinks yeah, he's smarter than the, like recruiting. Like he thinks he don't have to do that. He don't have to mm -hmm. be elite at that. And that's not the Gators' standard. Yep. That may be his opinion or what he thinks, his philosophy, but that's not our standard, bro. We want the best of the best players at this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. We don't want the, the players you think you could just get by and win with. Nah, yeah. man, go get the best players that want to play, man. Don't just fold. 
Give me but, what but, you can get. I can mold these guys to do whatever I know, bro. You're not God, man. Go get the God giving talented guys, man. But, mm-hmm. but, but, but what's happening is it's like we missing we like we missing some 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 guys in some some areas. So we trying to compensate by putting what we always say the best eleven on the field, and that that ain't always the case, bro. Because again, the you tweener, can, like because they're not hitting on who they 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 really need and want. Right. So so, so they're, they're not tweeners. So, like yeah, yeah. So 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 now I mean no disrespect that Diabate. We talk about stopping a run up the middle. We ain't stopping a run up the middle with no 215, 220-pound right. linebacker. What are you talking about? Like, that's yeah. not what I'm just letting y'all know right now that shit ain't about to happen. So no. we, can, we can watch the Gator game and get mad until the cows come home. And we ain't going to stop nobody in the damn up the middle. So I'm just letting you know that. Well, let, let, let's talk Let's talk briefly about recruiting. Let's talk a little bit about these holes. We're not going to talk about this current recruiting class. Where are Florida's holes right now? At the tackle position. Florida's recruited – a few tackles in the last couple of years. I think the last true tackle they got was Richard Garage. They barely have a tackle in this class. On the strong side defensive end, I think Princely Uman Milan is probably your only strong side defensive end coming in next year. And Florida maybe has one strong side defensive end coming in. Florida struggles at the middle linebacker position. I'm not sure they had that big middle linebacker position. They're struggling at that safety position. They've got some some talent back there, but none of it's proven, right? And so then you look at the recruiting class. They're like, oh, Florida must be getting a bunch of tackles, a bunch of strong side defensive ends, a bunch of middle linebackers. No, what's Florida getting? A bunch of guards, a center, a long snapper, a couple more bucks, a couple outside linebackers, a couple tweeners at that safety cornerback spot. So, like, Florida, I think, is really trying to recruit this, like, idea of athleticism but they're missing out on some fundamental pieces that in some places you need size and you need girth pause, right? You need those people that can be able to do that. And they're missing yeah. those pieces. We, 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 we getting all this athleticism. Is it, what's this basketball? I mean, I'm asking bro, because we get yeah. a lot of people that ain't gonna put their face on people. Mm-hmm. We get, we get a lot of people who, who, who run around blocks and shit. I don't give a mm-hmm. damn about athleticism. Give me somebody mm-hmm. who, 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 who just about as athletic, but but not quite. Who gonna run ram their face into somebody when they come run the no, ball? I want the athletic guy that Bama's getting because they get the guy that can do. Then the guys that's gonna, <laughs> gonna ram their face. Summer socks. Yeah, yeah, and they're winning. They're winning those guys in the recruiting battle. Georgia mm-hmm. winning those guys in the recruiting battle. We getting these athletic guys and trying to make them them those guys. They're getting the yeah. guy that's that'll hit you in the mouth and athletic like that. We're getting the guy that's just athletic and trying to make him hit somebody in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the difference in programs right now, bro. And what's Alabama going to do? They're about to steal Florida's best defensive line commit in um, Tyreek Sapp. We're about this close. I'm holding my fingers about an inch apart. About this close to taking Florida's best defensive line because that's what they do. They go in beat Bama for for recruits, man. So if they want them, yeah, he probably. Well, and there's, and there's no and there's no reason, right, that we should believe that we can beat Alabama. There's no reason that we can think that we can beat head to head, you know, Georgia. Right. Yeah, let's, let's get back to the game. Let's get back yeah, to the yeah. game. We, we've been right, yeah, we far. can talk about that in a bit. All right. <laughs> yeah, so we, so let's time to get to that. So so um let's let's talk defense, right? Um I mean I, I guess any other takes on the offensive line or on the offense? Yeah, my biggest take on the offense was just that, man. I, I didn't think we committed enough to the run game, especially when it was fall. Like that that was gonna affect the pass game. Like let's run the ball, let's get some things off. But I, I just didn't like the play calling was weird to me. I didn't like Dan's play calling down the stretch. I don't know if uh Kyle's making the right reads, but I wasn't I wasn't excited about most of what he was doing. The red zone play calling was 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 horrid. We gotta be able to run the ball there. Like yeah. we're just trying to get cute. 
So, like, so I don't know what's this thing with all this passing, but we like football is still football. You gotta run the ball to be good. Now, Ahmad, you were there, so we're watching this on TV. When the fog starts to settle in, you know, Florida goes three and out a couple times. I think they three straight three and outs, but Florida just continued to do this like air raid, like passing attack. I'm like, you have an opportunity. You've been able to move the ball at, you know, six, seven yards, eight yards a clip. Like, why are we throwing the ball three times in a row? But but that's the thing, though. Like, does Dan just throw the ball because he he don't feel like we can run the ball? Like, what's the issue? I don't know what the issue is. Are they trying to, you know, get Kyle stats? Or like, what's what's, what's the issue is complacency. Because even if you thought that you couldn't run the ball after the Georgia game, you had the competition to work on it. Right. You had the, you had the time and you had the competition. Because he always, he always say, in the press conference. Mix it, yeah, let he me mix and mingle some things because the competition yeah. is, is falling off dramatically. Right. But let me try to make some things better. It's complacency. Right. That's what. It, that's all that I can add it up to. And I ain't the gated standard. It, okay, we getting by. That ain't it. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Maybe in Mississippi State, but that shit don't ride around here. Well, I think that that's the biggest issue that I struggle with, right, is that we went into this season, you know, thinking that Damian Pierce was an NFL running back, that Malik Davis was coming back and that he was healthy. Naquan Wright sat out this game, so we'll we'll take him out. And then you have a five-star in Lorenzo Lingard. Florida's obviously able to run the ball, and then you choose consistently, even with fog settling in, to not even try to run the ball. And really, your only main running play in the second half of the game was a gimmick run by uh, by Kadarius Tony. I mean, it was successful. But think about it: LSU is down to like fifty players, right? They lose their best defensive player before the game. They come to the game with fifty-four players, which is literally one above what you're allowed to play in an SEC game. They have a couple of players disqualified. You have a team that's decimated, a team that doesn't have really anything to play for. They're not playing for a bowl game or anything else. It's the first time Florida loses to a team with a lose that's going to finish the season with a losing record since 2004. And what do you do? You try to run the same crap over and over and over that's just not working. And it's frustrating to watch Florida – in the 10th game of the year, try to figure out what their offensive identity is and not be one-dimensional. And if all of your offensive that's, that's identity, identity. one-dimensional offense been that the last two years. And it's a damn shame because that's not Ben Dan Mullen's MO in terms of just offense, right? But now I wonder if you're a running back and you're looking at Florida, I mean, Florida is able to get to Marcus Bowman, but if you're a running back looking at Florida – what do you see out of this offense? It's I mean, a hey, still I'm get, they, to play. I mean, I mean, them catching those balls out of the backfield makes them guys a lot of money, to be honest with you. Like, this is an attractive offense to play in because they get a shitload of wheel routes. They get a lot of targets. They get to line up at the slot. All that shit's good on film. So, Potentially, um, but it's also I'm not relying on you to help me win this football game. Right? I if think all runs the ball a little bit, I, do think, I think this run thing is temporary. It's frustrating because of this year and, and we had such a great team and breaking records and shit, but – Dan's going to go back to doing what he do once he get a guy like Emory. You think he's going to be throwing it around the yard a hundred times? Nah, he's going to dial back on it. He's going to change the philosophy. He just, I think he's leaning to what he's just stubborn and think that's the only way we can win. That's how we got to win. That's what his mind stuck on. But I think he, he adjusts to his personnel. 
Well, I, don't, I guess I'm not disagreeing with that that he does, but I mean, you have right now you have a you have a group of talented players that showed at least in the LSU game in a vacuum that they could run the ball, and Florida moves completely away from running the ball. I think this man gets like a little drunk when he can't run a quarterback. No, no. I'm just being real. Like this is like it's obvious he run trash and that 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 little crazy play. I'm like, why do they keep doing that? He he needs that, and like I think it throws off his run game when he can't do that. Yeah, I, I mean I, I'm here to tell Dan that shit ain't gonna work with trash. So I mean, trash <laughs> get your own job. And he know that he shit, bro. So like, why you do it? And he still I mean, do it, bro. Like you know, like again. So I played for Florida, but again, I'm watching them from the outside looking in too, bro. We see the same shit, dog. Like it's like, you know, we know he see it. That's what he do on a daily basis. We do other oh, shit smart, on a daily. Smart, bro. Look, look, we watch the Gators on the weekend and and, and do our shit on the daily. This man this do Gators why, all day, every day, bro. I know right. you know you see that shit, bro. I'm like, this is why I think it's arrogance because he's too fucking intelligent to see Gene Deland <laughs> play the game of football. And say, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, he cool. No, but then get in the press conference and say, oh, he ain't, he ain't know the snap count. What What you mean? This game nine in his third year in Florida. What do you mean you ain't know the snap count? Why everybody else know it and you don't? You see what I'm saying? So it, so there's no accountability sometimes when things happen. Right, you you, you, you talked about the game of standard. Um, so, yeah. Man, it, 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 it ain't it. This ain't it. And we're talking about know. um defense and accountability. I mean, uh, accountability. So let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Cause oh, very good. Yeah, let's, let's keep this um, let's keep the train going. Uh, you want to start with the stuff you like, Dan? Because I like Ventro shit. Miller. I don't like shit right now. Go ahead. I like Ventro Miller the way that he played. I like some of what Mahmoud Diabate did. I also love that he came up and yelled at Marco Wilson when he threw the shoe. I like. Um, I thought Fifty Six right had some good plays. Um, I think it's very weird nickname to be nicknamed Big Worm, but that's that's a different discussion for a different, more jovial time. Um, I thought Kyrie Ooh, played all right, but outside of that, uh, that that's that's all I got. I mean, you let a true freshman playing his first game ever win SEC Offensive Player of the Week. That man ain't get set one time. Like, like, like bro, like our our coach, Coach Heater, with. On a Monday morning, after we lost to a freshman quarterback who haven't ever played, for our coaches to tell us that we should be licking our chops at freshman quarterbacks who walk into the swamp and think they about to have a, a great career. And th- this game right here will, 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 will set them back so far because there's no damn way a freshman quarterback is walking in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium and and and, and coming out on top and winning uh, SEC Player of the Week. It's not even close. I don't know what I I don't know where we've fallen. To, to even halfway think this shit is okay because it's not. And I'm so over people over the internet talking about, oh, we'll bounce back. When the when the hell are we going to bounce back? Next week? I, 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 some people seniors and y'all talking about they're going to bounce back. When the hell are you going to bounce back, bro? This our season was on the line and y'all talking about bouncing back. When the fuck? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sil. <laughs> oh, no, you good, man. man oh. Hey, Kim, make sure man. you put that little E next to uh, the, the podcast title to let people know it's explicit. Man. I think it's about to get worse. Oh, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I've been letting the fly. I try to keep it PG. On. <laughs> I try, I try <laughs> to, man. I apologize, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, defense is just more of the same. 
I mean, it's a shame to see 13 still line up out there and get did what he do. You know what I'm saying? Same old routine. Like, see number two. Like, this, number two, been like, lying like, about Stewart for, for all these years. He fooled. Like, this is, I mean, all of them, and bro, then, like, and three. Three doing, he's doing a veteran. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, all of those guys are veterans. So, we, right. we, the, the, I think the first touchdown when 13 got beat, he he was chasing the dude in the back of the end zone, Dan, with his hands in the air already before the dude <laughs> even caught the damn ball. What the hell is that, bro? Like, oh my god! You, I think it makes you more aerodynamic. Dog, like, does that make you knock the ball down? That you look back at your teammate who probably messed up or you messed up? <laughs> And hold up and throw up your hands in the middle of the play before the dude even score a touchdown, bro. Like that's what we, that's not the Gator standard at all, bro. And and, and I'm and I'm sorry, but I see recruits up here talking about oh, you know, this that and the third. The game shouldn't have been close. Well, damn, the game was close, bro. So that don't give you the damn okay to throw a goddamn shoe, bro. Just because the game wasn't spread out or we weren't blowing them out does not make that shit okay. So, because the game wasn't a I blowout, mean, I mean the game because, that's criticizing the, the team just as well. I don't, I don't blame the recruits for saying that because they ain't they right. It's I ain't talking, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not because the, the people on, on the team said it too. I, I, I think Sean Davis is the one who said that. Yeah, he so, said it shouldn't have been close. It, it, it shouldn't, shouldn't have been, been close, but that does not give you the okay because it was close. Then you play accordingly. Don't mm-hmm. th- don't do dumbass shit because the game shouldn't have been close. Right? That ain't no damn excuse. What kind of excuse is that? I ain't buying that shit, bro. All right. Right. No, you're it exactly all right. Starts, it all starts at the top. Yep. He threw that shoe, but what was the what was the penalty? No. He stayed, he stayed all right, in the game. He, he, he yeah, threw yeah. that shoe, and he there was no penalty. A, a guy can get burnt all year. He can get, he, he can me, he can mess up on plays. He can miss assignments. He can miss tackles. He can throw a shoe and cost you the game. And he still can play. It's all still playing. Literally the next play. There's no accountability. You can preach all this stuff in the locker room about the standard. You can preach competition. But if, if, if I'm a guy on the bench and, and, and three, two, uh, 13, any of them players in front of me, I'm asking, why am I on the bench? Yep. But that's but that's the thing. Why am I on the it, 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 like, That's the thing. I spoke, I've spoken to some of our DBs. With competition, with peace I, and competition, if these guys are getting beat, where, where's my where's my chance of my opportunity? Because yep. they keep getting beat. Mm-hmm. I already talked to some of the guys on the team, bro. It's saying mm-hmm. English has an infatuation with number 13 back there. They love 13. Eric. And they love – they. I don't know what it is. And they say they love three in practice. Well, <laughs> well, I don't understand. Is he an All-American in practice? And then, like – I don't know. I just know. Not even just three, bro. It's a couple guys. On, I don't even want to harp on three. Because it no. ain't it ain't even all just him. So it, it's a couple guys back let's there. Talk, bro. Hold on one second. Let's talk about it. See, um, we like we gotta we gotta serve responsibility as guy. Like we do media, we do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. somewhat journalists. We gotta be honest with our takes and all that. So there's a relationship. I have a relationship with, with Chad and them guys. It ain't nothing too personal, but I have a somewhat personal relationship where I'm like, I'm cool with Chad. You know what I'm saying? He's a real, real dope dude. You know what I'm saying? And we talk yep. about personal stuff behind the scenes. Um, that ain't football shit. So he's a dope guy. Um, but we have a responsibility to get our opinions off. I think there's a line that like everybody needs to probably stay stay behind with, with some of this shit. But I mean, none of this shit is personal. Mm-hmm. Right now, Marco is playing terrible football. I said on same energy Sunday. That he he had this thing this year, and you're never gonna win doing this. If you're a, a recruit, you're a player on the team. Listen, you're never gonna win doing this. You're not gonna win this fan. I'm against the fan shit. 
Felipe tried that shit. It don't work. Marco with the same thing, bro. Like, we, we cheering for the same. We all got the same goal. Fans are going to fan. There's some good fans, some bad fans, bro. They, they, you got to vibe they, with the ones that are just rocking with you, man. But you against the fan, you against the fan base, that shit is bad energy, man. They don't they don't understand that, dog. What guys don't understand is, is I may sound cliche or I might sound like I'm, like, 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 like I'm, you know, um, just, just saying something just to say it, bro. But regardless if you get mad at these fans or not, these fans going to be fans until the end of time. Mm-hmm. Your little, your right. little couple years of career, that you, you shit, Florida football gonna be here, bro. Whether you whether you gonna be here or not, Florida football will be here, bro. It's life so, in general. You gotta just embrace the positives, bro. You can't harp on the negative people that say something to you and, and consider that all of Gator fans. Right. But, I, but, but, but 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 here's my thing though. Here's my take, bro. I, I done been in the listen. I done been in 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 in, in, in you know giving my sweat, blood, and tears in war with this orange and blue on. Don't question me ever about this shit, bro. You see what I'm saying? But but when I get up and speak on what I'm seeing on the field, don't question me about nothing, bro. Because there's plenty of people saying the same shit I'm I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 run don't don't run and jump in my inbox because I'm saying something uh trillion other people saying. That shit is, is not the standard, bro. I, I, I and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say other, I don't think other people. I think it's a different line between like uh average person and y'all y'all got like a little brotherhood with the, with the all being former player type mm-hmm. shit so y'all relationship is different than I, the average I, 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 I understand that but it's like these guys now it, it, i mean chad got an answer man these guys don't really respect you i don't give a damn if they respect me or not every day they go on the field they got to look at me so so that's what we're trying to say bro i'm not trying to be i don't even got to be y'all homeboy i want right. y'all to win bro we ain't got to be the homeboys i don't give a damn if you like me or not what you don't like me because i'll tell you the truth you suck and if you suck, I'm going to tell you you suck, bro. That's not saying you suck in general. I say, hey, maybe you could be better. You don't suck completely. You at our school. You're you, you, you putting on the orange and blue. Mm-hmm. I'm not against these guys, bro. And if you do good, I'm going to say you do good. You look down my timeline. If guys if guys I talk bad about, if they made a good play, I talk well about them. But it ain't like I'm telling. I'm saying something that, that's that's personal that, that nobody like. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, dog, this is our starting corner, and he getting beat like that. He was yeah, trending I, number one. He, damn, he was trending number one on Twitter. Number sure. one. That's before an issue that we have not even gotten to yet. Um, I, I still want to just kind of corral us back into to kind of talking about just kind of the, the game holistically because there, there's yeah. obviously some things that we want to get um, off of our chest. So let's talk about a couple of other things before we, we talk before about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm here for it, right? I got got nothing to do but pack to go to Atlanta tomorrow. So there are a couple (laughs) other things that the couple other things that I saw. Um, One, same mistakes, right? Not getting the defense lined up correctly. Weird corner blitz. This is my thing, Ahmad. And you play defensive back, Corey. You did too. What is with this infatuation with this defense in blitzing a cornerback? From damn near 18 yards away. Damn. I said that maybe four, five, six shows ago there. You can <laughs> be you can I've be been saying that shit, bro. I've been, no matter what happens, happens, you're not gonna get to the quarterback. Remember I said that shit? I said I that do. a couple shows ago, bro. I said it a couple shows ago. We treat nobody with our blitzes. Guess what? The, the guys that step into the line and fake like they blitzing, that shit don't work, bro. That, listen, if you got a quarterback that knows football or or a coach that's that's look. That's helping the quarterback because what's happening is the offense is lining up right and they're seeing what the defense is in. 
So when y'all go, go up there just fake blitzing and all that, the coach is like on the sideline. Okay, cool. This is what they gonna do. This is what because you're basically showing showing the offense. Man, what who y'all fire? I don't fire somebody. Who y'all fire? Man, you know who I'm firing. Who you firing? Oh, I'll grab to get a new job, bro. That's just me personally. Yeah. Because because clearly because clearly he don't understand or grasp the concept of we need change. So since you don't know if we need change or not, we're just gonna change you. So you hope you get a new job? I know I know he need a safety coach there. Just saying. Who needs a safety coach? Grab them wherever you go. He's gonna need to bring one. Man, he better go find one. I I want a fire coach. Take one with him. I want to fire English. coaches in America. <laughs> Guys, I want to fire coaches in America because I might give them a linebacker. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm always going to take off. I was just like, I don't want to fire somebody. Yeah, yeah, we'll, fire people. we'll fire people in a minute. I'm just I am trying. disgusted about that L, bro. Like, I, I am trying. Saturday, I'm trying to get every – listen. <laughs> this is like me writing a booker. This is a five-paragraph essay, boys. You know how We're many lines I had two. lined up for this week? <laughs> I had so many Alabama lines lined up, bro. <laughs> Damn. 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 None of that at all. All right, all right, all right. We gotta find somebody, Dan, because this shit ain't working. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna fire people here in a minute, Ahmad. Right, but we can't get out of turn here. We gotta yeah. set up the. We've gotta set the stage for firing. All right, all it's, right. it's, this is like going to HR. If you're gonna fire somebody, you can't just be like I'm firing him. You have to you have to you have to build your case, right? So we're building our case here. So all right, all right. let's talk a little bit about throwing the damn shoe. Which coincidentally today. December 14th is 12 years after that Iraqi journalist threw his shoe at George W. Bush. So let's talk about that. Um, Dan Mullen thinks that that it was a football play. I think that it was immature and childish. Your thoughts, a mod football play or immature and childish? No, if that's a football play, then why did he have his own teammates coming up, slapping him in the back of his damn head when he did it? You tell me. That, that, that tells you everything you need to know right there. Don't tell me. Come on, Dan. That's what we talked about earlier in the show. So you can't have that energy I talked about earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, he just got Like, he had that. He just had it on. Like, every play that Marco has made, even if someone may even plays, like, it's just, like, that, extra that, with every, that, I, but that, every but player, routine plays. Like, bro, I, 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 was, I said that before the shoot thing happened. Yeah. Dan was sitting there. Yeah. And, man, I think Marco was just doing way too much out of, the, like, routine plays. Like, his energy's off. Mm-hmm. And then the shoot flies and the flag flies. I'm like, yo, I just said this, bro. Like it, It's just weird because off, it's like bro. he tried to make up and try to get, like, tell the it's, fans, I told you so. Type. It's right. very, very, it's very, right. very weird, Ahmad, because you, 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 you kind of said it, uh, and Silk, you and I were talking about it. We've talked about we watched what three or four games together this year. Every single time that there's an overthrow, every single time that there's like one routine play, it's like I need to show you that I know what I'm doing, and it's that weird fan energy thing. I don't know if it's a confidence thing, but for all intents and purposes, Marco didn't play a terrible game before that, and I don't remember specifically. Right. Yeah, so, he, he so, did it. So, so Twitter relax if I missed a couple of things, but he had a couple PBUs. He he seemed to no, like. He had a PI though. He did. He did have a PI. You're right. You're right. He did have a PI. And he was going to do it out of bounds when the dude was running up the field. Yeah, he did fall out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, he was out of bounds. But for all intents and purposes, for ninety percent of the game. Did did his job well. Yes. And every single time there was a play, Corey and I would look at each other. It's like, what are you doing? And right. then you get the opportunity to make a big play to force a punt. And then you have a shoe in your hand. And then what do you do? You go and chuck it. Right. But it was a weird energy, the whole thing, right? You have one person celebrating with the sideline. You have, you know, one player, I think it was Steiner, standing over him. And then you have Marco chucking a shoe, and then you have Diabate's the first one to recognize, like, 
bro, what are you doing? And so to me as a whole, and this is kind of the topic that I want to get into is this team. It seems very disjointed from a leadership perspective. They seem disjointed from a celebration perspective. They just don't seem like they have somebody that kind of coalesces everything right. in kind of right. like I've been doing with this podcast to just kind of keep everything in like order on defense. And it's something that we mentioned in like game one, game two, I think it was after Texas A&M loss that this team has no people on their team that aren't seniors by default that are considered leaders. And I think that you're seeing the fruits of that, uh, that labor. I like that take. Um, not just from just like a defense. I think offenses too. Like who's your raw, raw guy. You don't have one. When we made our championship run, you had those like big vocal leaders, and and I've been saying it all year. I don't know who who's that guy for us. Uh, nobody has really. I mean, Kyle's just a, a, a pretty much a leader on the field, um, lead by example, um, command of the huddle type shit. But he's not really a rah rah guy. Uh, the energy is just. I don't get this togetherness. That's mm. that's. I don't get that. You know what I'm saying? We went. We won through it. But I never got that energy of like this was a team in it together and like the, the vibes just seemed like um I don't know because after wins we were, you would just see the social media posts you know what I'm saying so yeah. you could tell there was like there's like some energy off like it's, it's, it's always it, it, you know you have one guy saying he didn't get the ball as much you have one guy saying you know right make, and, 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 and these guys are smart bro they don't go up here and say just crazy shit they say the stuff that they know fans are get to get under their skin. Right, so they say like little shit to insinuate they may transfer, or you know what I'm saying? It's just always something. It's it, it, still like you say, it's something that's off, bro. Like it, it's it's a what I'm feeling like is it's missing, and I could be wrong here. Is it doesn't feel like a team. It feels like a group of people that are playing together, and they kind of sort of celebrate together. But I see it more on the defensive side of the ball. But I mean, on the offense, we've seen. A lot of people, you know, holding their heads down and shrugging and firing off really weird, like tweets during the week. Right. Um, but on the defensive side of the ball, we didn't realize how big of a loss David Reese was from a leadership perspective, from a getting plays lined up and getting players in the right position. But this defense, for all intents and purposes, is as bad as they've been. They don't have any leaders. And I look at next season, Corey, and I don't see who that person's going to be. And it'll be damned if I like just throw my no, support got, behind no, somebody got, because it's a because they're a senior. No, I got I got I got my eye on like the, the young boys, uh, Gervon, uh, Wingo, those those guys. We got some rah rah guys, some guys that are going to be dog ass leaders. Um, yeah, with the future, like let's not be all glim. Like we, our future is bright here. But there's some glaring needs and glaring changes that need to be made. That's on the staff, and and one of the things you were just talking about, Dan, with uh, in the mod as well. We're talking about the chemistry on the team. Um, one of the things that what 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 takes credibility away from the locker room is competition. Guys getting beat and still playing. That takes some out of the locker room. When guys just like, bro, they gonna play him regardless. It ain't about who better and who making plays. That takes a little bit of credibility out of the locker room. Yeah. No, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, there, I, I don't know of of somebody that's – have we had anybody lose their job this season? No. No. Not one person, huh? Mm-mm. And, I mean, you can point to the right guard, the right tackle, both safety positions. 
Man, listen, one of your outside corner you positions, some of your linebackers. Let me tell you something. We wouldn't know how good trash was if Franks would have never got hurt. Mm-hmm. Knows it's the facts of life, my brother. Mm-hmm. He would have sat there. Yeah, literally. That's the crazy part. So, so, so then I don't, I don't, I don't know if this. I don't. I'm not bad. I'm gonna cut you off. I don't know if this this staff don't like change or it's like, like what, but. I look at stuff like me and my brother was talking. I know it's a little bit off subject too right now, but Saban to go up there and criticize his team putting up 60 points. Already. Already. You get what I'm saying? You saw me yelling at the coach on the sideline. Yeah. And then then you get Dan in there and say, oh, it was a football play. Or or first you say, I didn't see it. Well, Dan, that's what lost us the game. What do you mean you didn't see it? Mm -hmm. Literally. Yeah. Ahmad, I mean, you make a great point. I want to get to that to that press conference because I thought there was a lot of really weird quotes here in a minute. Uh, but just to kind of finish off this game um, and just kind of topic as a whole, is there any underclassman that has been playing more than a senior? I mean, Malik Davis, maybe. Well, somebody right? had I mean, to lose their job because Trevez is playing a lot lately. So somebody lost their job because Trevez Johnson has been getting a well, lot. I mean, of there's been there's been some injuries, right? Um, he's been playing what star? So we've seen less. We've seen less of people. Right, we've seen less Jaden Hill, right? We've seen less Chester Kimbrough. Um, I mean, Travis Johnson's been playing, but I mean, how many snaps did he have? Let me let me take a look here. I mean, not like he's overwhelming. I, I, I don't know. I've seen, him, I've seen him more than, than normal this past Okay, I mean, yeah, he so. he played he played quite a bit against LSU. Yeah. For sure. Um. So so okay. So then he earned a spot, but there was also kind of an open star spot last year. I mean, this season. Right? I mean, Marco played it last year because trading, you know, moved back to that safety position. Man, I just see too many guys get beat and keep their jobs. Like, and I ain't talking about a little bit of beat. They getting beat like a drum, straight up, yeah. and they keeping jobs. I ain't, I've been, so, I played so, ball. So my, my I question never is, yeah, seen what, nobody get beat, bro. You played ball. I'm from Belgium. You get burnt once. You sitting down, bro. Not Ooh, every yes, single man. damn game, bro. Like, like yes, this guy, this got barbecue, man. You can't just be out here just getting beat every play. Ooh, like, if somebody else want that spot, yep. every boy hungry, man. Every play. Mm-hmm. So, and you ain't yeah, doing every, no favor about leaving him on the field. It's bad film. You're not mm-hmm. doing no NFL promises. They got bad film, ain't good film. Mm-hmm. But, that, but, but that's the thing, dog. Like when I say that, people look at me like I'm crazy, bro. Like we got these dudes out here, and then guess what they guess what they say when they come home? They going to the league. Going to the league? What league? Man, <laughs> the XFL closed down. Man, y'all tripping, bro? What? what y'all? So, bro, listen. Right, this is my real. It's a real question, man. Yeah. Y'all really gonna take this film into the <clears throat> into an NFL meeting or going to a meeting room, and and they gonna ask you what what happened on this play? Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm not being arrogant at all. So I'm not at all. I promise you, I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. It wasn't too many plays, bro, that I just was completely beat on and just had no idea what was going on. So some of the plays, they asked me, what was I doing on here? I'm like, dude, I was doing my assignment. What do you mean? I know for a fact these dudes ain't finna go in these meetings and, and, and have a good fam on there, bro. Like, it's gonna be, they're going to they're gonna do circles around these players, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we talking about? These dudes talking about the league, bro, and these boys can't even stop a three and five LSU team with a freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. So either it's you or either it's the coach. Which yeah. one? So, so this is my issue. Everything go. <laughs> this is this is my issue. You've had the same staff outside of David Turner, who I, I'm going to take out of this conversation, and then Torian Gray, who I'll have like one foot in, but most of the rest of his body out of this conversation. 
But at linebacker, at safety, and overall defensive scheme, you've had the same three guys in those roles for the same three years coaching the same people that are playing right now. Right. And those are your worst positions on the field after three years. Okay, fine. You can say, hey, we're playing some guys that aren't eyes. Then go find better ones. No, go they don't need your guys. I think he's smarter. He don't need them. I don't see I don't see that energy in our recruiting department. That's just keeping it in the buck. I see the energy in these other programs like Georgia and Clemson. Like that energy is like we want the best players and we're gonna go get them. I don't get that vibe from us. Man, because we walk around I just don't here like get our, it. we walk around like our shit don't stink and we acting like the brand just gonna get us everything. And it's really right. not because guess why? Because we lose the three and five LSU. That's why. Right? The logo. So 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 now so now when you lose the three and five LSU, you gotta actually go out and recruit. Because the logo only gets you in the door. And until you can get the signature on the dotted line, we're going to talk about recruiting here in a minute, but I'll tell you what, Florida's going after Xavier Sori. They're not going to get him. That's a difference maker. They're going after Toon Mache Adelier. That's a, you know, a game changer, not getting him. You're going to potentially lose your best defensive line commit because you can't compete against Alabama and some of these other schools. Maybe you can complain about money and, and they, everything else, they but you fumbled, don't they fumbled on limit, They fumbled on, fumbled on Limit Taylor and all those guys as well. More difference makers. They fumbling like, like, like it doesn't matter. They yeah, like recruiting don't matter, and it does. It, it's the standard. You can't, like, you can't pick and choose what the standard is about. It's about everything. We want to be the best mm-hmm. of the best in every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer was here. He wanted to be the best of the best at everything, mm-hmm. not just – Oh, we'll be all right this year. We want it all last, but we just keep the scheme going. Nah, man, let's try to get better at this shit. What happened if we if we if we take score, we want to kick your ass? Nice. What what happened if if we take score? I want to whoop your ass. What happened to that? Yeah, that energy's different, right? Man, that shit is way. Yeah. So so now what? You don't want you don't want to keep the score? What what what's the issue? What 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 what's going on? We want to you you want to you want to whoop somebody's ass, Coach Dan? Play your best players. Mm-hmm. You got a damn yep. week to heal up, bro. What you mean? Yep. Don't you, you heal up and then don't practice? What well, we we need you to practice? Uh, we, we get you some reps. If, if you like, got the on, best bro. the best player on your team is sitting and resting, mm-hmm. like that sends a, a, a vibe throughout the locker room. Mm-hmm. It's cruise control. We're gonna go in and blow this shit out. Nobody's attending the details. Everybody vibing. Life mm-hmm. is good. All right. Well, let's... It starts at the top, bro. Everything, all this stuff starts at the top. I recruit right, got product on the field, that lost Saturday, mm-hmm. the defense, everything that we don't like, it starts at the top, man. The lack, of, the lack of leadership, right? Selfish play, pointless celebrations, lack of situational awareness, lack of lining up, all starts at the top. I mean, there's a reason when companies fail, a CEO gets, you know, it's sacked, right? It's not your it's not your sales director that gets sacked. It's your CEO. Nobody's calling for Dan Mullen to get fired. We're calling for changes. You got you have to recognize some wholesale changes are Yo, needed. You want bench a cornerback? You want fire your coach? Like what, what? What? Like what is this about? Yep. Saban gonna fire a coach, bro. At the national championship. Oh, the man switches quarter, starting quarterback out in the national championship game, bro. In the, in the SEC championship, yeah. his starting quarterback, bro. We ain't mm-hmm. talking about we ain't talking about a corner who get beat every game. 
We're talking about your the, the, the guy that the head of the snake, bro. Your quarterback. You ain't think twice to to change that. We 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 don't even go to practice and, and make changes like that. So you we we, we, we have Felipe we have Felipe doing that shit every week mm-hmm. and practicing that and not switching it up. This man did this in the middle of the biggest game of, of some of these guys' lives. Think about, Think about a man, a man benched a five-star quarterback for another five-star quarterback at Clemson. That's how I mean Trevor Lawrence took over. Right. L- literally. Like literally. Didn't care give two two fucks about Brian. Because mm-hmm. in that locker room, the the, the the message is competition is is what it is. The best gonna play. And he, he like he lived by that shit. It's one thing to preach it, it's one thing to live it. Like you can say, oh, the competition come here, we're gonna play the absolute best players, and then get there and play a guy just because. He about to leave, and you feel like you like him a lot, and that's that's what's happening right now. I feel like, yeah, it, I, that's what's happening. No such thing as halfway crooks, man. You can't halfway do this shit. The kids are watching. Mm-hmm. The kids yeah. are watching. All right, well, let's talk about things that kids are watching then. So, right, well, I mean, they're probably not watching, but they're reporting on it. So, right after the game, we have some very, very wild, interesting comments from Dan Mullen. So, the first one was when they asked him about Marco Wilson throwing a shoe. He's like, I guess it's a penalty. I don't know. I didn't see it. A reporter responds back. He threw his shoe. Game on response. They called a penalty on it. In what galaxy do you not know going into that press conference that that's not going to be the first question? And your answer is, I don't know. Right? Because what does he do? He follows up with it. Arrogance, bro. Today or yesterday. Yeah. It is a very, very, very weird sign to me that Dan Mullen will not accept the responsibility. I you don't have to call a player out, but you can call the situation out. You can you can charge up your players. You can ask them to step up into that what leadership. Co- what good coaches you've entitled seniors what, to do that. Hold on, quick. What good what great coaches have had that policy of not calling out a player? I don't know. I, I've never even heard no shit like this. No, some some of the most intense times came from our, our, our team meetings. And Urban used to always say that every family will have disagreements. Every family will never see eye to eye all the time. Mm-hmm. He used to rip. I remember one time we played Vanderbilt, right? It was my freshman year. And I got in the game a few times on kickoff. And dude, we was that's when we was pooch kicking, like doing like a little pooch kick to the right. And like one of the returns, they had you know got got a couple yards and whatnot, bro. This this do you know that Sunday after the game, Urban Meyer had a meeting with just the kickoff team and ripped our ass apart. Damn, he didn't run a touchdown back, a kickoff back for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He got a couple yards, Dan. Mm-hmm. That's the energy we need, bro. Because dudes was in there getting called out and getting held accountable. Mm-hmm. Stop telling these dudes, oh, it's okay. That shit ain't okay. Y'all lost the damn game, bro. Mm-hmm. This is what we play for. To go to the damn yeah. – to go to the championship, mm-hmm. the SEC right. championship, and have a, a chance to play in the playoffs. And right. y'all saying that this is okay, this shit's not okay. Because guess what? Right, there ain't no damn playoffs. I'm not going mm-hmm. for that shit, bro. If y'all mm-hmm. don't like what I say on, on wherever, I don't give a damn, bro. Because at the end of the day, bro, we all got the same common goal. is to watch the Gators be successful and mm-hmm. win some games. And if you guys don't want, want, want to have, uh, have have guys um, be held accountable and, and, and have us win games, then, then GTFO. Yeah. The thing about it is, like, we're not talking about, like, when I say whole, like, in the media, if a guy, if a, if a media guy asks what happened on a play, he got, he just got beat. 
he's getting burnt a lot. He's getting beat a lot. And they question about like guys playing time, why guys still playing. And you beat around the bush and say, and make act like, like nobody's making mistakes and shit. Like, come on, just just say, mm-hmm. call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's getting beat a lot. Oh, no, he's not. But the dumbfounded, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, mm-hmm. bro, you, you you know what we're talking about. But you're a smart guy. You watch the games just like us. You watch them more than us. You, you, if we can see it, I know you see it. Mm-hmm. And I know the guys that are sitting behind they, these guys that are getting beat, they see it too. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of which, I mean, I don't know if you guys have any more takes on that subject. The next quote that I want to bring up is Dan Mullen, blame the loss on the offense. Agree or disagree? I blame the loss on him. You can blame it on whoever you want to blame it on. Also, yeah. it, it wouldn't have to get a standard bench. I think Silk said it the other day, giving up 34 points. Hmm. All right, you can blame whoever you want to blame. I don't think I've seen Kyle Trask out there playing goddamn safety. So I ain't blaming him. I'm blaming him. I'm blaming him. Exactly. I ain't blaming him. Like, who sat Kyle Trask? I mean, uh, Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. You the leader, bro. I'm blaming him. So, bro, and then, he, and then he did some slick, bro. He got all the way out there, bro, and, and – and, I knew something was, was up, man. Grantham, I'm blaming you. <laughs> you I knew something. Like, I, 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 still, I knew something was up. I thought I was just tripping though. They did the starting lineups, and I see you know Gamble up there, and they mm-hmm. they put Gamble on the big screen. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, maybe they starting double tight end this week or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then I see 84 in sweatpants. I'm like, what the hell is this, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, I would all due respect. You know, I love Gamble. I love our players, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's no way I'm putting Gamble in the game for picks. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the country know that. So when mm-hmm. I seen that, it was a startling. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, but it is what it is. And apparently the announcers talked about how good Pitts looked before. And, and we don't know the intent, the extent of his injuries. Pardon me. Nobody's 100% at this point in the year. Um, but it's, it's, it's interesting that Kyle, you know, Kyle Trask is wearing this very large brace on his knee and, and he's able to play the entire game. But Kyle Pitts, who seemingly everything looks fine in warm-ups, uh, gets sad. It's just kind of strange. Okay, so speaking of strange things, this is the last quote that I want to mention. Dan Mullen was asked about his comments regarding a two-loss SEC champion of Florida beats Alabama deserving a college football playoff invitation. His response, I don't know. I don't have a vote on that. I guess you get rewarded for playing less games this year. I've heard from one of my favorite movies, Remember the Titans, that attitude is going to reflect leadership. And if your comment about a team that just lost to a three and five team and about throwing away a game against Texas A&M is we should have played less games to me shows your team, terrible leadership, absolutely atrocious leadership. And frankly, it's, it's starting to get weird. The offseason was a little weird. The COVID stuff was a little weird. The comments about Texas A&M were a little bit weird. The Darth Vader thing was a little bit weird. We That's what I'm saying. Like, rug. But at some point in time, it piles up, and you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, that's that's what that's what me and my wife was talking about. It's like, you know, it's 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 we kind of we kind of sweep it under the rug, then when 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 shit's going when we win it. But now we aren't winning, and now that's that shit's being noticeable. We lose to Texas A&M, and, and Dan get up there and say, talk about their fans, bro. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm, we did. lost because they because they what they they had more fans than they were supposed to right. allow or allowed to. Like, what the hell is that, bro? Talk about how why we went out there and played like shit. Talk about that, bro. It's not bashing our players because you get up there and say X, X, Y, and Z, it didn't perform, or you don't even got to say names. But you get in practice and you hold them accountable, bro. Therefore, that you know they 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 have position uh, competitions when at practice or you know. Yeah. You know, don't don't just have these guys in you know seniority. Come on, bro. Because these mm-hmm. same guys have been in the system for three or four years, have been doing the same exact thing. Nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and it's, it's starting to get frustrating um, to, to listen um, because there's, there's no accountability. Um, you know, last week when Nick Delatore asked about Gene Delance, it was, I don't want to listen to your, your facts. They're wrong. Or he, they don't know what they're talking about. The, they don't know the scheme. They don't know this. At some uh, point, need, time, what scheme you need to know to, to see this guy not blocking people. Right. That's his damn. He don't have to score touchdowns. He and I know touchdowns. I, he just got to block people, bro. I know Dan is a different kind of dude, right? Have had the chance to meet him. He beats to his own drum. He's just kind of a different guy. But to be in the third year of your program and to still blame things that are out of your control, like, no, Florida isn't going to go to the college football playoff because of your team, not because you – only played six games. Yeah. Like, right. They're, they're be going the because we sat Kyle Pitts. They're going because schematically we didn't call a good game. They're going because three and 13 and other people couldn't make plays. They're going because as a whole, you guys weren't good enough to get there. They're not, not going. They're not going because Ohio we played, State yeah. plays in a different conference and they weren't able to play enough games. That's not Ohio state's fault. Ohio state did whatever they had to do. Right. You had the chance to beat Texas A&M. You had the chance to beat LSU. You had the chance to work on your team against Vanderbilt, against Tennessee and Kentucky, and you got complacent because you're like, oh, we don't we don't want to show our offense. We're going to be vanilla. Well, guess what? Being vanilla just got your ass kicked by a 3-5 and five team, and now you stand no chance of winning a football We should be in the playoffs, period. Like, this is a wasted opportunity and a wasted uh, legendary year by a quarterback that put up crazy numbers. It's a wasted opportunity. We shouldn't have lost against Texas A&M, period. We just went playing up to our standard and doing what we supposed to do on our side. We lost us that game. Yeah, but but what, what we were talking Same about earlier. LSU. My bad. I missed it. I, I logged out. I, like, I lost No, you should, you should say what, 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 we, what we mentioned is, you know, they ain't getting any pressures and, and being all weird and shit. So, like, at first it was cool. You know, we was winning, you know, whatnot. He getting up there, like Dan said, being Dark Vader. And all that, but now we losing. No, dog. Vader he, still, but Darth Vader's still funny. That, that's though. still funny. That's <laughs> funny. But, but, but his shenanigans that we were we saying, like, at, at, when do it end? You see what I'm saying? Because like now we lost to Texas and them, and you was talking about the fans. They had too many fans, and then now I mean, yeah, you know, I think all all of our coaches like like uh, Spurry was an asshole. Uh, um, uh, Dan was, was an player. asshole. Yeah, they were assholes, but they won. So like all of this shit is cool. If you win, if you don't win, like yeah, you, you get that win, off in the not, city of Gainesville, like that ain't gonna work. Nah, nah, you know, like shenanigans now, bro. Because I, <laughs> I, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. You can say what you want about about Mac and those guys. Yes, yes, Mullen did a lot of stuff differently and, and changed a lot of stuff in his program. But hell, Matt went to the SEC championship too. So that's that's nah, the same. It ain't the same. It ain't the same, bro. That's it what I'm trying to say. What, what's 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 nah, the standard? Nah, Matt going to the SEC championship ain't the same as Dan. Though. I don't want to put that it's on not, the same. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm not even saying that. I'm not even saying that. I'm just trying to word it to where it don't even seem like that. Oh, but, that, no, that's I'm not saying, the standard. Like we ain't here for that no more. But like, that's we, what we I'm saying. What, what's, what's the? All right. So 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 that wasn't the standard. Well, we're doing nothing differently now. That's what I'm saying. We still going to the SEC championship and losing the damn three and five LSU. I'm not saying comparing Mac to Mullen because that's not even give me Mullen all day. And a hundred times over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even saying that, bro. So don't don't get that misconstrued. Yeah, don't get that shit misconstrued, bro. That take that take is. But what I'm saying, put that one on Instagram. Yes, nah, don't put that shit. That's a spicy take. But what I am, they gonna hop on here and tell me I'm wrong, and I'm gonna say what show me different. 
Oh no, they're gonna tell you wrong. It's gonna be very easy to show you wrong with that one, though. That's a. That's I'm a talking about. I'm talking about. Did we go to the SEC championship and win the bitch or not? Yeah, we, they, they that's, what I'm, that's what we. That's what we said. We. I'm talking about the standard. What is the standard, bro? Damn, so the standard the is all the marbles. That's the standard. The standard is all the marbles. So we ain't playing like we play for all the marbles. That's what I'm oh, saying. I'm with bro. you. I'm with you. Man, damn the coaches. Preach to the choir, brother. Damn the coaches. Again, I'm not saying we need to bring Mac back. I'm just saying, bro. I'm a, I'm a damn Mullen fan. I'm telling them, like, I'm, I'm a damn Mullen fan too, bro. All damn day. It's like it's like we like have accountability, bro. Like when you that's beat your what kid, when you beat your kid, you say it's gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. Like this, that's that real type of shit. Literally, I'm still trying to figure that one out to this day because I don't know about that. <laughs> that's, real, one of, that's one of the it's lies real. that we got told growing up, and I don't know about. No, that's that. not a lie. It does hurt you to beat your own kid. <laughs> It really does hurt, but you gotta get that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have that conversation, and, and that action's gotta happen sometimes. Right, right, right. So, like, so, I'm a damn mother fan. I love the guy, bro. He can come to the smart but dude. But I think sometimes you gotta like be a little bit more like grounded and humble, and and want to get better at this shit. We, we just, we just, we just gotta have those uncomfortable conversations with with our players, and they can't feel some type of way about it. There's you see what I'm saying? So, so well, it ain't uncomfortable. Bro, you know you're getting beat. I know you're getting beat. You gotta sit down a little bit, especially at DB, bro. Like head. you can't, you can't just get when you get beat at DB, bro. It's just like, uh, like bombs over back. If you get beat playing line, maybe you can, you can hide a little bit. Maybe yeah. you can hide a little bit, bro. But yeah. back there, bro, you can't hide, dog. It ain't nowhere to go. It ain't no. <laughs> and then we, and then we, and then we, we coming up short at safety too, bro. At there safety, ain't to go. nah, you can't hide from that, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't hide from that. Yeah, I think I, I, this is kind of what I'm piecing together is that there's a there's an emotional intelligence piece that's missing at the at the top, kind of works its way down. There is a very weird hierarchical structure uh, that's in place. What about Sorry, this is a philosophical. Discussion. Oh my bad, you take it to another level. Okay, I'm gonna log out. Go ahead, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there is a lot missing, in my opinion, from just an overall leadership structure that has now been passed down where if you make a mistake, you still get to play. If you get burnt, you still get to play. If you're not very good, you still get to play because you've been there for a while. Um, if you get beat and you get benched, you get able to get back right back in. Right? You have no leaders on offense. Outside of that, you got a lot of guys hanging their heads. You have no leadership on defense. I mean, there's only one direction to look up when you don't have leaders. I think, man, and, and I'm like, you're not saying you know, to fire to, to, to find anybody necessarily. We, at, you we know, need to change up. We need to change of the helm, man. It's time. It's time mm-hmm. for uh, Emory and Copeland, and them guys, to take that locker room next year and turn it into some gangster shit. Like mm-hmm. somebody got to lead, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Copeland's locker room now. He can't talk about the upperclassmen and the quarterback. He can't complain about that no more, bro. Mm-hmm. It's the locker room. Grab mm-hmm. grab guys by the collar, tighten them up. You know, mm-hmm. like it's time for like this. It's got to click different. It's all their guys now. And yep. I know we got some dogs in that locker room. I know we got some leaders, bro. I think they just need the opportunity to lead. All right, boys. Where we at with it? We firing people. Firing up? season. Yeah, that's cool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on. I've been waiting to fire. Man. Man. Right. Love um, fire, man. Let, let me get fire, my fire. cannon out. Hey, I'm going to be into the cannon. Fire for the holidays, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun, holidays man. Make coming up. Ain't shit going to happen, but let's, let's play make believe. Let's make believe because Dan Mullen right. has fired one defensive coordinator in his entire career. All right, boys. Let's play make believe 
HR. Who are we firing? What changes are we making? Uh, Ma's scared to fire people. He just say he hopes somebody get a job. But I'm firing uh, Todd Grantham. He got to go. And as a guy, <laughs> as a guy that was driving the Grantham bus last year, man, I hate to be, I hate to be this like, you know, what I'm saying flip flop like that. But too. Bro, he's yeah. mid. Uh, like I'm, uh, I'm uh, sorry, like I can't see the direction we're heading. You know what I'm saying? And so like, it's holiday season, though. I don't want people out on the on, on the as a record label staff and crew of Mar, like they all like he got to pack he gotta up. Go. He got to go. And, and, and he has a nice house, Amad. I've seen it. It's great. He got a lot of we'll money. Get, like he get, like, he got a big check. You know, like he got he's he's well off. Um, yeah, that's that's just my opinion, man. I just think it's time. I think like the league got him figured out a little bit. I think everybody in the SEC got Todd Grant to figure it out. We need a, a fresh face in that, in that um, on that side of the ball. And I wouldn't mind seeing another fresh face. Uh, face. Amad, I wanted to, and I got to ask this question. I want to ask you this question as well, Amad, real quick. Mm-hmm. With us having um, a defensive back, two different defensive back coach, do you think some of our defensive back miscommunication could be coming from the safety and the DB coach being separated in any type of way? Is that a possibility? You know what? I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't think that's a possibility because it's always it's always tied together. So I'm I'm pretty sure them guys meet together and whatnot too, you know. Right. Um, that's just the, I mean that's the norm that our, your defense meet together and especially the back end guys at least once or twice a week just to try to get on the same page. Um, I don't know what it is, man. I don't I don't. It's like everybody's just because like, everybody's trying to figure out communi- like why the communications are off. So right. It's, I thought it's that was like a good it's a question. Bunch of, Maybe. Maybe the safety room's getting something different in it. And, 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 and that's, that's, a, that's a great stuff. question. That's a great question because because usually those guys are separate. So I'm that, that could be a possibility. So I'm not sure what exactly it is, um, but it's crazy that we're in the SEC championship and we're still trying to figure it out. Okay, because I got to fire one of them. I ain't firing Gray. I kind of like Gray. Gray my guy, so I'm going to fire. As I said all that to say that this um, – uh, yeah, I'm well, well, fire. Well, 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 the dude that you're about to fire been on the hot seat anyway. This man been – I've been saying his name no, wrong for like I, two years now, so. Uh, <laughs> you still say it wrong, but still. <laughs> this is my thing, Ahmad, right? Like you say he's been on the hot seat, but with who, fans? Right? Like, exactly. There's no, exactly there's because, no indication. Yeah, no, he's comfy. Right. He comfy. Right. He comfy. He, oh, he's, oh, he's saying comfortable, but but for the fans, he's on the hot seat because. Because you know, know what people after, do when they're on the hot seat, Ahmad, is they change. They, they get they, – right. They sometimes right. almost get too desperate, right? Like – You've been in the workforce. I mean, Silk, you have too, right? Like, what do people do if they get put on, like, a performance improvement plan at work, right? They either, like, buck up and they figure it out or they, like, completely check out, right? So, so, but then sometimes, like, when you buck up, like, you overcompensate, right? What I've seen this year shows me that zero of them feel like they need to do anything to make wholesale changes. Nobody job is on the line. There's no player job that's on the line. There's no coach job that's on the line. Everybody comfortable. Everybody eating good. (laughs) He's a smart – like, he's he's a smart guy, so he can get away with a little bit, but this ain't the standard, bro. And when you slip up like this, dog, he going to find out real fast, bro. Like, it ain't ain't easy keeping us happy. Yeah. And, I mean, in in three years – what can you say are the groups that have done well? Defensive line at, at times, pretty good. I'll give David Turner, you know, yeah. a solid B plus. They've been running a good outfit, bro. I can't even. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give him a solid B plus, right? <laughs> I can't even front. They've been running a solid yeah. outfit. I can't lie, but it's time to go to that new level. That's but, what but it here's, is. Here's, like, here's, here's the it's thing. It's time to go to another level, bro. Here's the thing, Dan. 
when we when we when we but, talk but, about but, the, the, we, you about yeah. to talk about the groups that did well. So here's the thing: our defensive backfield did very very well when our defensive line was better. Does that correlate? Because now our defensive well, of course line, it does, because it's a unit. Yeah, so, right? so our defensive line isn't as good as they were last year. And guess what? I mean, we're still missing assignments. Neither, neither, neither is our secondary. I think Hendo That's matched what I'm a lot saying. of so, 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 so it's, pass rush. I think Hendo was like one of the, the most special players that ever played our secondary. And he right. held down and locked down the whole side of the field. Well, and David, right. Reese, held down, David Reese held down your middle line. Right. He's right. not the most athletic guy in the world, but he's good. But he knew everything. Right? You, have, you right. have two top three round draft pick defensive linemen, right? Like you did lose things. But now yeah. you have guys that have been in your system for three losing years. Th- losing things don't matter no more. Everybody loses things, right? Re-up. Right? Alabama loses things every year. Word Georgia up. loses things every year. Clemson loses Word things up. every year. Ohio State loses things every year. Oh, we lost things up. We're going to take a huge step back. Safeties, concern, all three years. Cornerbacks, concern-ish, year and a half. Linebackers, a concern. Love C-Rob, awesome guy. Big concern at linebacker. Yeah, our linebacker uh, recruiting is, is is a concern. The room is a concern. All that is a concern for me, man. Like the, it's a schematic you know, on paper, on paper, the stars they all sound good on paper. But when we look at the product we're seeing on the field, the development of like what we're seeing with Diabate, I mean, he makes some plays, but he physically don't look like an SEC linebacker, and that's concerning, man. Um. So who who I, I fired my guys. I'm trying to see who y'all firing. Like what's up? You know who I fired. I, I I went I went early and told y'all grab him. So I kind of wanted my, wanted him out the building for the simple fact that we still. Yeah, some people some people whispering heavy, bro. Don't throw that out. They're just gonna lob lob that out. Hey, hey, I'll, hey, I'll tell and, you and, one. Hey, that. I'll tell I'm, you one I'm, thing that's never gonna happen. Dan, is God have a seat. Hey, 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 I didn't hey, say. Dan. I'm just telling you what the people said. Dan, that's what the people. Bro, that's one of the things that won't ever happen in two billion gazillion years, bro. I don't even think that's not even a number. But I just know that won't happen. Oh, they've been together for 16, 17 years. When Dan Mullen went over, he took Hevesy with him. There was no chance. That didn't happen. Wishful thinking. For sure, for sure, for sure. But I'm just telling what the screen says. The screen says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we need left. We need tackles and shit. Is what the screen says. Guess what? Hevesy gonna get us our tackles. I'll tell you what. Our lack. And our inability to be able to block at the tackle position will be on Hevesy. And he will still be your offensive line coach. Oh, I'm, I'm I mean, it yeah. would take we, we're, something. I don't think nobody's gonna get fired. So we're we're all playing make believe at this point. So I'm just I just lobbed that out there. You know, I, I disclaimer before I said it. Uh, everything's all well and good. Let's go. What's Sometimes next? You Who you shoot the cannon. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah you know. I, I I am encouraging Todd Grantham to. And sometimes it's you just need to hear a different voice. You need to hear it from somebody else. Um, I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard this, you know, from your kids where you told your kids something and then they like went and did something or they heard the exact same thing from somebody else, maybe a coach and they're like, daddy, daddy, look at this awesome thing that I learned. I'm like, I've been telling you that for weeks or months, whatever it might be. I, I think sometimes you just, you probably, sometimes <laughs> you just need for sure, for sure. a different voice, right? You need a different <laughs> yeah. team. You need to do something because it's just not working. It wasn't working last year. It's definitely not working this year. And if I'm looking forward to next season, boys, whew, I don't see it working next year either. What do you mean? 
I don't I don't see this defense working next year. Oh, in the no, situation no, no, that it no. is. Oh, yeah. And, 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 yeah. We I want you to know the brain. For sure. Like, yeah, somebody has got <laughs> no, to listen, bro. I left, you, I left you speechless, and I but, thought but, I had a great but, point. But, now, <laughs> but, here's the thing, but here's the thing, though. We have we have fans, and, and you know people complaining about slip, little nobody, stuff. Like, like, nobody all right, feel they, like Grantham. Our, our, our DB is 10 yards off when it's third and four, and they run a slant. I don't <laughs> no, give a damn who you put in it. You get you feel me? Sir? I don't give a damn who you put in there. If them, if they ten yards off the ball, I, I, you know, and it's third and four. Let me tell you something. That's, go, that's a coaching thing too. Like you just exactly. like, you gotta go, bro. I get it. But that's a that's a coaching thing. You can say that scheme. You can say whatever. Like if it, your quarterback isn't smart enough to like press at that position, then that's, that's what, your fault. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Dan. So oh, okay. are we are we not getting coached up in the opponents in practice? We got, we got to don't, don't bite me off, man. That's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my fault. I'm, no, I'm, I'm no. extending the olive branch. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But, but I'm saying that, that, but you know, we need to get guys in here who, who that, right. that goes down to our recruiting. We're going to get quick, guys in here that, that we've, been, we've been rolling. We've been huh? rolling. We've been rolling. Uh, one time for Brun Insurance and Financial Services. <laughs> Anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys. Holla at my man Greg, 954-589-2204. Uh, my man Greg handles uh home insurance, <laughs> car insurance, uh anything you we need insured. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we bro, didn't. We, we, still, we still have more people. We got we got a lot more ads. I'm just going to get my like mine out of the way because the, uh, I'm soft up a little bit over here. Uh big coverage, baby. Shout out to my man Greg, 954-589-2204. Anything you need insurance, brand insurance, financial services. We All still right, have an Alabama it. game to talk about. We've got recruiting to talk about. Yeah, bro. SEC news to talk about. We've been going for an hour and a half, and I just feel like my vocal. Go all night, dog. I ain't got no time, dog. We, I got, I got. It's been on my mind. I've been, I've been enjoying life and moving forward, but this, this, this drop opportunity of this season, dog. Like we should have beat AM, We should have beat LSU. We should mm-hmm. be even if in a loss in Alabama, we still going to the playoffs with yep. those vibes. That's what we should be at, bro. It's a wasted opportunity, man. I, I mean, we looked, we looked at our schedule and it was like, man, this 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 peaches and cream. And then they re, they they redid it for the COVID, and we still like, hey, man, it's an easy schedule. And we, I came we, out, and for the first time in my life, have felt confident about saying that the Gators would go ten and zero. And there is no reason for me to believe that this team should not be a ten and zero team. But so, I said, Dan, before the season started, before everybody wanted to jump on my down my throat and and, and when you chop my head off, is Florida may lose the game, but didn't know where it was coming from. And everybody would be like, "Oh, well, tell us where we're gonna lose to." We're gonna lose? I don't know, but it's bound to happen all the time because I I know who we got on our staff, bro. They're gonna be with this stupidity shit. Hmm. So hmm. there you go. Shaw Mott, are you firing Dan Mullen? Hell no. no. no hell nobody. You, anybody. Tripping, is, like, <laughs> hey, it's still yeah. my coach, bro. Like That's still my coach at the end of time. I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I, I ain't going to have time, this but. conversation on, on Big Three Roll Up. You know what I'm saying? I keep the vibes, everything copacetic over there. You know what I'm saying? But over here, like, we're going to chastise the guy. But the Dan Mullen is where it's at. I, I, like, I like the di- overall direction of the program. Yeah, I, 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 listen, Dan. I think Dan, you I'm, get to the elite, the elite of the elites, and they play with the big dogs in the playoffs every year. You need a dog of a coach. And he got to get a little bit more stern and become a dog and fire guys, bench guys. If we yeah. want to play on that level, he got to get some dog in. Top transition. What were you going to say, Mog? You nah, kept man. screaming my name. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. But, you know, damn, we, we can't send Mullen out of here, but it definitely has to be I changed. Thought, I thought right? you were talking about Dan Mullen. I didn't know he was talking about 
I, I probably was, and Dan just trying to take credibility over there. Right. right? I, I, I stand. I stand. Stick together. No, Silk. I think you hit the nail on the head, and I and I think I, I think we're we're about this close to putting the nail on this coffin and moving on because uh, we do have a game this weekend, unlike Georgia. Um, so, any final thoughts, Silk? I think you hit the nail on the head. You need a dog. You need to make those tough decisions. Being a CEO, being a leader, means making tough choices. It means looking at people and saying, "Hey." It's not you necessary. It's not you personal. It's a business decision. You gotta be a Sometimes dog. You gotta be at a that's that's playing good for one that can make us great. Yeah, because you can be good, right? Mark, but not, but not even, oh, some, some some dude. This some dudes respond like that, bro. So if a guy's not playing well, you bench him. Maybe it'll put a fire under his butt to come right. out of beat. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But if you don't fear it, then yeah. If, if, but if that, that pressure, Ma, that pressure is what make teams great. That pressure. If, if I that's what I'm saying. Because, yeah, because if you get, me wants to exactly, spot, bro. That pressure so, so, is what make great teams, bro. And that's that's what made us great, Dan. Is we didn't want to let the offense down at all, whatsoever. Man, dog, you know, listen, bro. And y'all can call me what you want, bro. But it was no way I was going back because me and the Pouncy twins we roomed together and all that freshman year and whatnot. So it, it was losing shit. Nah, bro. Nah, uh, we, we had great. Our parents worked together, so we all had the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like it was like they eat nah, a lot more bro. than you. That's all. Yeah, bro. I wasn't gonna let them debo me though, cause I ain't going for that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, bro, like you know, just I just couldn't go go home or go to the, the dorm room after a game and like say, "Oh, my bad." Like, there's no way, bro. Those right. guys held me to a, a to a standard, dog. And, and, and I ain't right. gonna cap. I wanted to go home and talk about Gator football too. What I look like going home and them boys talking about me. You didn't want to go home and you didn't want to go home and stream Modern Warfare on your Twitch account. Man, nah, man. I, 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 I want to talk about how good I was last game. So mm-hmm. you know, the offense held the defense accountable. The defense held the offense accountable. Yeah. And we played off each other. You know what I'm saying? So you also, you also had some dogs in your recruiting department, like me. Um, uh, 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 all right, let's. Um, you guys want to nail the coffin in? You want to uh, yeah. lower that and move on? Yeah, man. Yeah. We, I want to like. I just want to just hold everybody accountable, not just the players. I want to hold the staff accountable. Like we talk right. about all this Gator standard stuff, man. Let's live up to it. I'm still flying right. to Atlanta. I'm still supporting my guys. And this Batman game we're about to talk about still means a lot because we need this experience for our young guys because they're going to be back in Atlanta a lot more. So uh, let's get some reps. Let's see if we can shock some shit. I'm still, I'm still going with Atlanta with the same energy. Same. I, I'm here for some energy. All right. You so, already know the vibes. We're hanging right. out. Let's give a shout out to our friend Carlton Black with Envoy Mortgage. So if you're looking for a mortgage, look no further then Carlton Black with Envoy Mortgage in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, or Virginia. All types of home loans, conventional loans, FHA loans, VA loans, fixed rate loans, adjustable rate mortgages, jumbo loans, all of it. Rates are historically low. They're still historically low. Give him a call. I know you're going to buy your spouse or your significant other a new house for Christmas. Um, right after you get some Manscaped stuff, we'll talk about in a minute. Give Carlton a call, 404-769-5501. See Black at EnvoyMortgage.com. If you're a real estate agent or you're looking for anybody, reach out to him or anything, 404-769-5501. See Black, EnvoyMortgage.com. Florida enters the SEC championship playing 10-0 Alabama who just came off of 
I believe a 52 to three win over Felipe Franks and the fighting Arkansas Razorbacks um, coming off of a win the week before 55 to 17 over LSU. Uh, the game's going to get played. Mac Jones and Devonte Smith are your two uh, Heisman favorites right now, according to some, um, if not the, uh, the two favorites, definitely number one and number three right now. What can Florida do? We're not going to break down this game the way we would normally. What does Florida need to do to, to potentially win this game? Uh, grow some nuts. Yeah. Sorry, the only, only chance we the only 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 shot we got in this game is, is our coach growing some nuts and benching guys that need to be benched. Um and actually playing guys that'll give us a chance. So Gene Delance ain't gonna give us a chance. 51 ain't gonna give us a chance. Uh two, 13, and three ain't gonna give us a chance. So that's mm-hmm. just that's just the guy's honest truth. It is our coach staff growing some balls and, and benching guys. Just give us an opportunity. Because we ain't gonna make it happen against a, a program that plays the absolute best players on the roster all the time. That's mm-hmm. what Bama. That's they. They live by that standard. Mm-hmm. So we know we're getting their absolute best. I don't know if Bama's gonna get our absolute best. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, I just mm-hmm. think we gotta grow some nuts. Mm-hmm. 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 Am I you saying mm-hmm, but like after me saying like grow nuts is crazy. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm that, saying everything you're saying is right. I just, I'm, I'm fascinated about the idea of Florida lining. No, it's going crazy. On the it's it's going to be crazy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a game that can get ugly real fast, bro. These dudes, I've seen these dudes put up 20, 20 30 points in a quarter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. easily in the first quarter. So if we go out there, you know, with these same dudes and, and the same people that has got us beat over and over and over, I don't expect to see nothing else different. I'm just yeah. going to keep it a buck. You know, yeah. and, and, I appreciate that, Amon. You're always keeping it 100, underline, underline. Um, entering this game, Alabama has the number three passing offense in the SEC, the number three rushing offense in the SEC, the number one scoring offense in the SEC, and the number two total offense in the SEC. Florida is currently the number five total defense in the SEC, which is kind of wild to me. Um, I guess there's a lot of bad SEC defenses. Um, Devontae Smith, how do you try to contain him? Jalen Waddle looks like he's coming back. How do you try to contain him? I'll put everybody on the bench on him. Um, everybody in our secondary get back there. We probably still could stop him. They probably let us put like eight DBs back there. And yeah. we probably still catch hell, man. So I just don't foresee us stopping them, boys. We just got to uh, score 100 points to win. Yeah. I don't see our defense stopping them. Uh, the yeah. run game is crazy. We can't stop the run. Yeah. I mean, our secondary ain't finna stop anything, man. Um, like I'm just not a believer. I'm just going to be a, keep it 100. Uh, I, don't, I just don't see us beating this team. I, I don't think that that is a wild take. Uh, let's talk about Najee Harris real quick. No, it's not. <laughs> 1,082 yards, uh, 22 touchdowns, 60 first downs. 35 runs. I was going to lie this week, but I can't. So For more than 10 yards, um, averaging 3.14 yards after contact. Um, doesn't fumble a lot. Has two fumbles on the year. Um, point spread right now, 17. Uh, over under is 75. Does Florida keep it within 17 points? Yeah, I like us too. Okay. I, I like us to make it a game. I think it's gonna be a shootout, but I like us to make it a game. No, nobody's gonna blow us out. Like we're not 
let's not get carried away. We came in flat and we got caught standing flat footed. Um, the fall came in on us when we have a chance. We we get opportunity to bounce back in some weird. It was a weird night, man. But we're still a we're a good football team, man. I think this is not gonna be like the McElwain, uh Bama matchup. I think we're gonna come out and we're gonna punch back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're not gonna get blew out, bro. Um, you know, we go in there and play football like how we 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 supposed to be played, um, especially at the standard that we know it's supposed to be played at. Uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's a possibility that we could beat them. They, they, it's not. It, listen, hmm. we're not going in this game saying that we, it's no way we could beat Alabama because that's not that we. Hold on, because y'all tripping. All right, we're just saying that right now the chances look very very slim. Especially if we go out there with the same lineups that we had last week, right? Just keeping it above. You, know, you gotta keep it all the way under what you're seeing from Bama. Bama got better every single week, um, literally, and they got better yeah. and better every right. day. I, 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 I think the seen, last four games we, us, we so. declined, bro. Like the yeah, last right. four games, like yeah, we're going we to the direction they are for sure, for sure. Right. Their last remember, five I, I games, six games, I remember, I remember, 48, 17 over Tennessee. 41 nothing over Mississippi State, 63-3 over Kentucky, 42-13 over Auburn, 55-17 against LSU, and 52-3 over Arkansas. Um, guys, I was told by a direct message on Twitter on Saturday that I was too negative. Um, I think that Florida gets blown out this game. And I think it's sad. When I say blown out, I think that Florida loses by three touchdowns. Um, it pains me to say. I mean, that's not far fetched. It could happen. Yeah. This is a very good Bama team. They, they, I think they're the best team in the country. So um, that's that's not far fetched. We come in flat footed, and, and with the the slow starts that we've been starting with lately, it definitely could happen. So yeah, we could get blown out. That'd be like a, just like I said, just a, a very unfortunate and a blown opportunity of a season. Mm-hmm. To really just just gap yourself from the rest of the state and a lot of different programs. You beat Georgia this year. You know, mm-hmm. like you got over that hump. This is a blown opportunity, man. It really is. Yeah. Hmm. All right, you guys want to do score predictions? Or you want to save that till when we're in Atlanta? Think about it a little bit more. Yeah, I gotta I gotta sit on this a little bit, Dan. All right. All right, Ahmad. We'll see you in Atlanta. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys, we'll give you score predictions. We've got at least two live shows from Atlanta, some Q&A, some more fun stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we got to make sure that episode 100 doesn't happen in Atlanta. It may. In which case, you know what? Hey, we're in what Atlanta. Be, That's where we want to be. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What would be your strategy as a D.C. going to the Bama game? Do you, do you live with um, – like what will you pick your poison at? Run game, pass game, like what like what will be your strategy? Um you gotta kinda pick your poison. Like there's no way Grandpa's gonna stop both. I don't think you stop neither one of them. Bro. Man, they gotta, they gotta be me running the ball, bro. I'm not I, I, agree. Day, bro. I I would yeah, I bro, would say, ball, bro. I would say you try to you you try to throw eight back and you hope that they have to beat you running the ball, which they probably can. Um, but I'm not gonna let Devonte and and Waddle and the rest of them, you know, beat me through the air. Um, but God, that that is a tough tough choice to make. And what do you do? What do you do, Silk? Um, I think I'm with you. You, you got to make the running backs beat you and, and make them earn it a little bit. 
But what with the chunk yards we've been giving off in the run game, like they probably could get it either way. But I think we our margin of error is just like it kills us with them. That's the thing. Like we gotta f- hopefully find stops. I don't think we can stop them from scoring. I think that Florida needs to score on eighty percent of their drives or more to stay right. in this Absolutely, game. absolutely. And Alabama has not shown a proclivity to give up points. Um, after Ole Miss, they haven't shown the what? What haven't a, they shown? A, a proclivity. Maybe what we need mean? to bring back what word of the week. Mean, a, a strong inclination. Okay. okay, I like that one. Right, I can't wait to use that around my friends. Let's shed Dane Reek know you have a proclivity for something. You'll no, see. I'm about to type it in my phone. I know I'm gonna spell it wrong. It's gonna have a squiggly under it, but they they don't know what I'm talking about. I take all the big words I learned from Dan back to my friends, bro. I take all the words I learned from Dan. Like I can't wait to get this off. They're gonna take a real smart. Thanks that to me. I appreciate it. You got. It. Um, I mean Alabama over the last couple of games has only let up in the games that I mentioned 20, 33, 50, 53. They've let up fifty three points in the last six games, five games. Right. They let up 48 against Ole Miss, right? They let up 24 against Texas A&M and 19 against Missouri. Uh, 40, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I so Bama, I don't think Bama seen no no gangster like trash in a minute though. I think uh, if I think I seen yeah. Ole Miss get off some stuff that I think we'll be able to get off. We're gonna be able to move the ball and do some things on Bama. Um, I think it's gonna be a fun game. I'm excited to go to to Georgia and enjoy it, man. I'm still excited. It's an opportunity for our young guys to get reps. So I think what well, we we say that, but our young guys really gonna get reps. Um, but it is an opportunity for our young guys to travel to see it, to get this experience. This whole thing is 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 all for you know. What I'm saying start somewhere, you know. Um, I think this year is, is is the beginning of something. I think we'll be back in Atlanta next year and the year after that as well, man. So um, we just gotta get to that next level. For us to get to that next level, we gotta get a little bit more, you know. Like we gotta we gotta become saving in in, in the dogs, the urbans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll give you our predictions on Friday and Saturday show live from the Trap Museum. Let's um, go. Um, I can't wait to do that, man. I'm a... Cam asked in our chat if Florida wins, are they in the playoff? No, I think Florida have to win. Like, oh, no, no, we, we chilling. Yeah, we ain't yeah. going none of that. Um, I think Florida would, would truly have to win by an ungodly amount of points to even be considered. Um, but uh, let's give a oh, shout out to our friend. Oh, go ahead. Never mind. That was, that was a joke. I don't need to get off. Go ahead. I'm probably. I'm glad you stopped me. Go ahead. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Um, that would have cost me. <laughs> let's give a shout out to our friend Lee Friedland of the law firm of Friedland and Associates. Uh, he's going to handle auto accidents, medical malpractice, nursing home cases, criminal matters, and personal injury cases in every jurisdiction within the state of Florida. Lee is a double gator, graduating from UF, both undergrad and law school, bleeds orange and blue, loves giving back, and truly believes that he is going to fight for you and being of the people. Give him a call at 1-800-95-INJURED or visit him at yourfighthourbattle.com. Again, 1-800-95-INJURED, yourfighthourbattle.com. Speaking of battles, National Signing Day is on Wednesday. There will be, like I said, a facts-only account or a, a podcast about it. Florida sits number six right now. Uh, just a couple of recruiting notes that we can talk about. Tristan Lee, five-star offensive tackle, who's going to decide between Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Florida, uh, visited with his younger brother 
on Saturday. I seemingly had a good time. Florida seemingly played. Nobody had no good time. He lost. Some some thoughts in his head. Um, but I <laughs> How still could think he that that is. I think that that's an Oklahoma. <laughs> like, well, I don't trust nothing that kid says now because there's no way he had a good time Saturday. You come to so, watch the Gators play, get persuaded, maybe to go. You know what? This is he lose the three or five LSU. He didn't have a good time. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. And Ahmad, I want to no, hear. Your... Got slapped after that visit. I promise. Yeah. You. Well, I hope. Well, maybe because his girlfriend was in town from Orlando. So oh, okay. He, then, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. wrong anyway. So, yeah, that's right. right. So that's why he got a free visit, right? So <laughs> Ahmad, Ahmad, I want to tell you. So this is this is what I always thought was interesting working in the recruiting department for four years, being around these guys, win or loss. That a lot of recruits don't truly care about the outcome of the game. Was it a good atmosphere? Did they feel taken care of? Because a lot of them don't cheer for teams the way that we do right and obviously they want to go and they want to see the team win but i've noticed that they don't truly care as much about that as much as they care about kind of the atmosphere how they're treated how they feel and everything else so um ahmad what, what were your thoughts obviously you were um an fsu fan yeah but you can't ask me that dan because think about i can't right, so, i just did so, so, but, but, here, here, but i'm gonna tell you why dan my <laughs> Listen, I took one damn visit to Florida. We won a national championship that year. We won a lot of games. You can't right. say, do you pick a team that don't win the game? You like the atmosphere? No, damn, we fucking won. I'm sorry. Well, we are you sure? That's, that's, that's not the question. So, so I could, I, yeah, I, I can't speak on that because I don't know, but, Dan. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, no. no, I think you're – so So you were around a bunch of people, right? I guess this is the question that I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with, getting. With the seven guys I was around, Dan, came to Florida, so – well, I'm on. Yeah, okay. Winning, so it wasn't so just it's different. Like, yeah, yeah it wasn't right, just right. the atmosphere because we were we were winning, Dan. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, we got to fight atmosphere. So, but so does Bama. Like, that's you see what I'm saying. So it, it's different for I, a lot I mean, of fire atmosphere. And then plus two, Dan. On top of that, these kids handle recruiting way differently than we did. You see what I'm saying? So I can't even speak on how they how they handle their recruiting right now because they don't no, they don't they approach weird. it and attack it. Yeah, they weird now, Dan. They don't attack it like we did. Cause we we looking at it as we going to school. If we going here for four years, we ain't transferring. We are gonna be here for four years. This this is our album out. These guys going there now, like oh, I might like it. I might I mean, not. Let me see if I start. That's not totally see. fair. Like you didn't transfer. You had a lot of people from your teams transfer though. I mean, I mean, we can we not, can we I mean, can not. name a bunch. I mean, like I I, I my, my point wasn't that. Team. No, no, this was this wasn't my point of mind, and I wasn't trying to make it personal about like whether you cared or. But, like, you were considering schools that, like, you were looking for an opportunity, not just whether that team won or lost. Like, obviously, you wanted to go to school where you can win. You saw Florida win. Right. Um, yeah. You know, but a lot of these kids that would visit, I guess I'll share my personal experience, right? Like, a lot of these kids, when they would visit, it wasn't visit. just about whether they – okay, I'm not, Corey, you tell us your, your visit stories here in a second. Ain't that deep. A lot of these kids didn't <laughs> care about winner losses. Did they see an opportunity out there, right? Did they see that this is a program that they want to be around? Facilities, coaches, other but teammates, they, other people. I had that more fun on the visits that we won on. That's how I know this kid's lying. Yeah, like hey, I'm not I never went on a visit and it was like fun out the L. Like, nah, man. Because you got to think about it, Dan. After, <laughs> listen, after the game, Dan, you go see the team. You Come go on, see the I get it. I you don't, bro, because there's no way I'm going to Dan Mullen and seeing him after he lost the game off a shoe and say, "Oh, I had a great time." Like, there's no way the vibe's different. They're gonna act, but, different. but it's also yeah, it's also right. an unofficial visit, right? Like they don't have the same like experience yeah, but, as an official visit. Yeah, but they say if unofficial, and it'd be official. Dan, big players. 
Big, the Jesus line. I know. I worked so, in the recruiting yeah. office. Like I, I yeah. It's yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, we ain't yeah. getting him. He just lied to us real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. Up. We'll so we're not getting him. I, where I was going with this, anyways, he's not. Yeah, which report was that? Because he's just trying to get him off the phone. So I'm like, which yeah, he's that? not coming to. Florida. Yeah, that, yeah, that don't even sound right. <laughs> All right, let's talk time, about. Man. Let's talk about a linebacker Vibes out of great. IMG Academy, Xavier Sori. He's coming from IMG Academy. Therefore, you know he's not going to Florida. Went to Georgia. Had a great visit. Going to probably sign to Georgia on Wednesday, so don't get your hopes up. Any thoughts on Xavier and Sorry, Corey? Man, fire, fire, my guy. Yeah, I, I'm cool with Corey. That's what my mom called me, so that's the vibes. Um, I already fired the defensive coordinator. I don't know what you want me to do, Dan. All right, very good. This is one that Silk's been very proud that I learned. To Mache Adelier Connors called me out and said, "Hey, Dan, great job." That is the last time I'm going to pronounce that kid's name I don't know how to ever say associated Boucher. with Florida. You can go to... back to call him Toon Mize at Adelaide or whatever. That's what I'm going to call him because we ain't getting uh, him anyway. So There's no chance um, that Florida gets him. We filmed a, a, a video, a uh, commitment video. It's probably done. He's going to go to Texas A&M. Life is going to be um, hunky-dory for him. So uh, Florida, like I said, sits number six. Most of their players are going to sign Tyreek Sapp. Is a potential flip to Alabama. Uh, Strickland, Adrian Strickland, offensive tackle, will not be signing. Javante Gardner will not be signing. Devaya Hammond will not be signing. That's uh, all weird. That's all very late, very important stuff right there. That's <laughs> I just named three offensive linemen. Um, so, I mean, heavy's job safe. Y'all said it. I ain't said it. Y'all said it. So, I mean. Yeah. We don't, we don't get nobody. Just don't get nobody. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is where Brunt Insurance was supposed to go, but shout out to Greg Brunt from Brunt Insurance. I have to uh, get mine out of the way. I can do Manscaped. The best of the best when it comes to grooming. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Manscaped.com. Be sure to visit Manscaped. Use coupon code SG at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. The lawnmower 3.0 is still doing this thizzle in the shower. No snacks, no cuts. I haven't been electrocuted because that thing is waterproof and safe. And because it's not connected to electricity. That's a fact, Jack. Everybody don't know that, Dan. So I'm glad you, you brought in the, uh, the fine print. You're welcome. That's what you're good at. Uh, so be sure to use coupon code SG at checkout. Um, it's getting a little winterish. So I've, I've cut back on my ball deodorant use, but still amazing thing to try. So holiday season is here. It's like, the, as Dan would say, if you got a husband in your life or you got a partner that got some stink balls, use coupon code SG and check out that ball deodorant. You know, know your boy's got stink nah, balls. Nah, bro, I don't know. I don't uh, know, bro. I you don't smell know it when you leave the gym? Like, you never left open, open like, gym with your boy you get in the car? Like, bro, what the hell going on? Nah, 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 nah. All right. I wrote a window. It's a different type of musk, you know. <laughs> you get to gotta get the ball spritzer too. You gotta get the spritzer. You hit it between like uh between yeah. runs, yeah, between yeah. downs. That, that's yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's your midday spray, you know? Yeah, all the in the morning and midday spray. For so, um, for so. All right, so let's talk about some other news <laughs> in in the world. Uh Gus Melzon was fired. That's um crazy. Big, big buyout. Um, I heard this the other day. Um, 
that uh, that the boosters were trying to get some money together. It looks like they did. He ends up with a bunch of money and a buyout. And it looks like, strangely, Kevin Steele, their defensive coordinator, uh, according to John Talty from um, one of the Alabama newspapers there, uh, is favored to potentially be their head coach. To fire the head coach to bring on the defensive coordinators, a head coach is a wild uh, payment, but, but here we are. I didn't, I didn't foresee that coming. I thought Gus was safe this year. He was skating by one of his same mediocre seasons, and it was a bad year to uh, to, to go looking for a coach. But um, here we are. So shout yeah. out to them. I don't want the defense coordinator. I've seen some people lob that up there. Uh, he's okay. What do you think? Yeah, I, you know what? I would be interested to see, you know, them in Tennessee are going to kind of go after the same people. I'd imagine Hugh Freeze is one of those folks. Uh, I'd be interested to see if Tennessee doesn't get rid of Jeremy Pruitt if Gus Malzahn doesn't up end up, uh, end up at Tennessee. Uh, well, I would like that, that. That wouldn't be a bad fit for Tennessee, to be honest with you. I hope that doesn't happen. Like, he'd bring Elisa, like, some type of organization. Some, and, like, some, some continuity sense. there. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, that. I, like the, I like the clown show they got going, so. Yeah. Um, so, so that will be interesting to see uh, what happens there. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, looks to be hiring Notre Dame defensive coordinator Clark Lee. Pardon me, as their new head coach. Uh, he is a former fullback that played at Vanderbilt. Uh, so it looks like Vanderbilt's going to stick on the defensive side of the ball uh, after Derek Mason got fired. So it looks like he will get uh, that nod probably here pretty soon. Don't know what that means. I would imagine that means he's going to probably coach through the playoffs, assuming that Notre Dame makes it. Wild stat today. I heard 48 coaches have been hired in the SEC. This doesn't include Clark Lee or whoever Auburn's going to take over. Since Nick Saban was hired, 48. So this will be number 49 and number 50 at least um, since Nick Saban was hired from the Miami Dolphins 12 years ago. So everybody's playing catch up. I, I, wish, I wish the things that Miami would have worked out for Nicholas. I really do. I really do. All he had to do was shake Drew Brees over Dante Culpepper, but, but here we are. Still trying to figure out him. a quarterback he, situation. He wanted Drew Brees. Um, that's why he left. Like he got screwed. So your shitty organization, the Dolphins, kind of ruined the SEC. A you know bit. what? I need you to cut down the slander. We almost beat the Chiefs. Almost beat him. That's the standard, Dan. Almost they get, beat the Chiefs. The game ain't. The game ain't really feel close. Right, Dan Marino retired when I was 13 years old. That's I sad. have seen my team make the playoffs. I think twice. One time was with Chad Pennington. I need some hope in my life. Some. Don't I mean, Amar had, had hope like week three or four. Like, no, nah, like he just don't even bring up NFL. He used to start the podcast talking about the Bucks. Listen, bro, Bucks won. I don't need y'all saying <laughs> hey, You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, don't need, you, I don't need, need none of that. No more, I don't though. need none of that. We're we, we fighting for a wild card right now, man. So, I feel you. Look, we, we, we have offensive line issues. I'm fighting for I'm fighting we, for we, it. We got a uh, left tackle in Donovan Smith that just he's atrocious. So. I'm just trying to get Trevor Lawrence some type of way in Jacksonville. So pray for me. Okay. Prayers up. Glad you're a Jags fan again. Um, anything else, guys? You'd be, you be respectful. You'd be respectful, Dan. I'm, I was always a Jags fan. You, you know? guys are terrible. We got a toxic you've relationship. Been a, you've been a Packers fan. You've been a Ravens fan. Relationships toxic. I cheat there. <laughs> it's so, complicated on Facebook. It's complicated. That's all. You know, like, you, know that, you know that relationship, Dan. Easy, easy. Um, no, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, no, any other me personally. Well, well I got entanglements entanglements with teams. There you go. Yeah, yeah, entanglements with other teams. That's all it was, Amon. I can see that. I can see you, you don't know the vibes. Like he's saying, y'all know shit. Y'all don't know shit. Yeah, like, you don't know the vibes, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, you've seen <laughs> this person before. Hi- hypothetical. Well, yeah, that's I, it. We're done with the show. I, I think we're done with the show. You got a dandy fact for me, or you just like fuck facts because we lost. Yeah, no, no, no dandy. F- There's nothing oh, that's dandy that. right now. There's no oh, dandy facts. Oh, damn. They got me all out, out of whack today, man. No, listen, a fool for thought, Dan. Yes, the team's going go, go on visits. They don't have a good time when the team moves, just so you know that shit. I don't, don't. I don't see how somebody going to visit to a, because <laughs> no. I feel when the vibes is crazy. No, the, the locker room is boy. insane, bro. Yeah, the you know, like okay, like, yeah. they telling you at the in the locker room, like boy, it's about to go down. Wow. It's going crazy. Like, tell, it, it goes down, win or loss. No, no I've been no. there. <laughs> you nah, guys, can, you know what? A little bit. We slightly disagree. Yes, obviously things are better, nah. win or loss. But we, mm. as fans and as former players, no, you can slap cheeks as a grad assistant or something, bro. Like, bro you, can slap cheeks. you can slap <laughs> cheeks whenever you want. You just go say, hey, I'm a five-star yeah, but, 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 but the cheeks slap different, damn, on the win, damn. I'm trying. You know, it's damn. just like, like your personal life. No, they slap different, it, like, for them, too. Yeah, They're very good. Slap uh, different, you know? I get it. I get it. Cheeks slap so, differently. That's yeah, all that I'm saying. He lied. He had no good time, so. <laughs> I'm still saying about that. <laughs> kid's a liar. Uh, <laughs> Line of my reporters like that, bro. Yeah, kid's a liar. Line my. Some people are just nice people. Who's writing that, man? Nah, that's the wholesome guy writing that article. We don't need you to be, be nice to us, bro. We, oh, we got enough one. Yeah. Oh, Corey, I told you the other news. I can't tell you. Ahmad, I'll tell you when we're off the air. Never mind. Damn it. Sorry, sorry, listeners. I, I had news to share, but I can't. Um, all right, you guys want to close the show up? Yeah, I, I got some more shit to talk. We got to. I yeah, can yeah, talk. yeah no, we, we can talk. Let's talk. <laughs> all right, let's kick up. Yeah. Drinking some angle rare single barrel. Oh man, I got some Julio going over here, man. I need to get off here because I'm sauced up. I've been. Well, guess, well, guess I what? Need, I need. I need to go to the store to pick up a few things. So while y'all on here having fun. I needed it. Now, I don't never drink a pot on stage, Miguel, dog, but I had to tonight, man. You know, I had to make it light. This was a good therapy session. Kicked up on the couch, had Spencer there, had Ken there as our therapist. Appreciate it. Yeah, I got I got, I got, got some stuff, stuff off my chest. I hope I addressed everything. I got. I, I, I know so. I'm going to get in bed. Like, bro, I forgot to say this. You, you feel me? But we'll talk you about it on Friday, and then we'll talk about it on Saturday. Live. I'm, not, I'm not taking. I'm not taking none of these vibes to Atlanta. Nah, like my vibe to Atlanta because, is vacation because I'm a vibe. Well, Dan said y'all can have a good time, win or lose. So yeah, that's what I, I'm just telling you what Dan said. I, <laughs> I'm not as bastardized. I'm gonna have a good time, win or lose in Atlanta. Though. I'm about to hang out. You hear me? All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's remind people where we're gonna be. We're gonna be at Big Sky on Friday. Big Sky, Big Kush. <laughs> big, <laughs> big cushion up to get to the big sky. Then we're gonna be at the Trap Music Museum. Ti is gonna be there. We're gonna hang out. That's what I, that's what I was told. Then we'll be at the Park Bar again. Tailgating is like very very limited. So if you want to drink, if you want to eat, if you want to hang out, if you want to talk about anything Gators related, we'll be at Park Bar with a bunch of other Gators. 
We'll be serving drinks. Well, we will not be serving. We'll be watching people serve drinks to go and to eat there. Come hang out. There's a bunch of football on Saturday. Not Georgia versus Vanderbilt because they just canceled that game, but everybody else. Um, there's a bunch of games um, on Saturday. Come hang out. It's a 10-minute walk to the stadium. Um, and then from there, we're going to be at Fado in Buckhead. There's a couple of Fado's around Atlanta. We'll be in the one in Buckhead with the Atlanta Gator Club. We'll be there doing a Q&A session. We'll be there hanging out. We'll be there cheering and hooting and hollering. And then Corey's going to be at Magic City, and he's going to be at a bunch of other places. So catch him around. Yes, sir. Yeah, meet me at Magic City. The RSVP is still going down. <laughs> I had to talk to my favorite strip club DJ voice. Ladies to the <laughs> ladies to the stage. <laughs> We're gonna start the night off with Rain Dancer. <laughs> Give it up one time for Rain Dancer. <laughs> All right, we got it. All right, guys. I got the song of the week. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to a new song that I heard today. Steve Fulton. The song's called Apologies. Again, Steve Fulton Apologies. Uh, it probably has 150 views on YouTube, so you're catching this right as it comes out. Um, different kind of take, different kind of song than we normally have, uh, but want to give a shout-out to Steve Fulton. Uh, I think you guys will really like it. So apologies, Cam. Um, you're going to have to download it from YouTube and figure it out. But uh, All right, boys. Corey, I'll see you Thursday. Cam, I'll see you Thursday. Ahmad, we wish you could be there. Uh, win or lose, we're going to have a good time, just like recruits on their visits. All right, boys. Now coming to the stage. <laughs> Stadium, Miguel. All right, man. We out of here. Same corner, same time, fellas. All right, we need that. And dreams that fall down from the clouds inside my sleep. Sometimes if they are fake, they still dig deep. And when I follow them to the back of my mind, I find that I've gone too far this time. Too far this time. Sorry, it won't be sorry all of the time. So sorry for being sorry all of the time. So sick and tired of sorries all the time. Yeah.